This week we swing on a star as we discuss the 1991 action comedy movie, Hudson Hawk. Welcome to the Bloody Miss Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson and joining me as always, the unofficial third Mario brother, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, good sir? I'm just so happy you didn't call me the Danny Aiello of the podcast. Oh, Danny Aiello is fantastic in this movie. What the but fuck Tim. is he doing in this movie? For <laughs> real. How the fuck was he cast in this goddamn piece of shit? So, oh my God, some no of the way, I might tip my Tim, hand about how I feel about this movie. Tim, we are not alone on this journey, you know, <laughs> because we are joined once again by the lady who gets on my last Nerva. It's Candace. Hello. <laughs> I, oh, I, a... I, I uh, take umbrage with you saying action comedy. It's Yo, so yeah, zany. This, yeah, this is neither of those fucking two. I mean, there is a lot of action in it. I'm not going to no, lie. No, there's one scene on the bridge that I would call action. Other than that, what's the action in this there, fucking thing? There were two genuine laughs out of me in this movie. There was one from me. One. One? Okay. What about you, Tim? Uh, there might have been one, but it was done by somebody, the two people who were in the, the highlight of this movie. And it's not even the stars of this fucking movie. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll get to that, but before I want them we to have do, a movie. Was one of them Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bunny was great. So, so uh, but before we get to that, uh, well, I mean, okay, we're at week three of uh, Hard Dicket Action Month, and we're covering Hudson Hawk because I gave my wife a pick. And she's just as much of a sadist as you are. <laughs> no, you know what, Eddie? For real, look, I don't mm-hmm. like to get involved with people's personal lives and personal lives. Oh, God. Shit. Divorce that lady right now. Oh, for real. That's it. Uh, Divorce her. That's why I said thing. I was mad at the Jeffersons because then yeah. he's like, well, I didn't pick it. Because I'm no, sure didn't. you didn't hear and you weren't rubbing your hands together like Mr. Burns saying, excellent. You sounded like my grandmother there. I'm mad at the Jeffersons being on TV. Yeah. <laughs> You said they had to move on up. I know. I got to be careful what I say. I'm mad at the Jeffersons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, for real. All the goodwill that she built up with that incredible gone. edit. Gone. It's gone. Yeah. Gone. I'm sorry. She got, she got to do something to redeem herself. Okay. So can I tell you what her other pick was? Better was than it? this. I promise you. Rush Hour. Yes. yes. Ten times better than this. Oh, man. <laughs> so wait a second. She gave you a choice between no, this no, and no, Rush no, Hour? No, 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 She did not give me a choice. I said, you need to choose one. Period. And, and she was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck them. They're watching yeah. Benson Hawk. Uh, there's a reason that we're married. Uh, clearly. <laughs> yeah, we both like to torture each other. We deserve each other. Were you, both dumping, a, were you both dumping a sex victim off at the same spot? And that's yeah. how you yeah. get it? That was the neat cute? <laughs> we were both waiting for them to, to drown. And she was all like, you know, the cement shoes thing, it doesn't work. That takes hours. Oh, wow. That sounds like the uh, the serial killer dude who got caught here on Long Island. Because they're not even convinced that all the bodies found there were him. 
There might have been two different serial killers burying bodies mm-hmm. in that area. Man, look up how many active serial killers there are in the United States. It's fucking terrifying. Dude, uh, look on, up. That's, that's a dying breed, man. You can't do that shit anymore because no, they busted damn. this motherfucker because he had seven different burner phones. Because the burner phones, that's how they caught him. Yeah, you got to have somebody else buy the burner phone for you or you steal the phone or something like that. No, Otherwise, you just don't take a burner phone and your real phone with you to the no, crime that's scenes. That's, that's, oh, that was dumb. That's what they caught him with, yeah. yeah. He's up no. there with the, was it the BTK killer who sent them the fucking cops a fax like, hey, if I send you a fucking computer file with all the evidence that I collected to prove how stupid yeah. you are and you can't catch me, you can't trace that back to me, right? No, bro, you're good. <laughs> nah, of course not. What a fucking idiot, man. No, if you don't think there's serial killers, just go look into um, all the bodies they're finding in abandoned buildings now. That shit's crazy. <laughs> oh, shit, somebody saw the wire. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, we're here third week covering Hudson Hawk, but before we do that, Candace, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, yeah. What have you been consuming this week? All right, just a few things I want to talk about. Number one, okay. Dead Mall by Adam Caesar. Oh yeah, I saw I, that. It's a, it's a, it's a comic book or a graphic novel, I should say, because it's a collection of comic books. Candace's but husband is getting lucky by proxy tonight. <laughs> that <laughs> is Chopping Mall meets Hellraiser is how I would describe it. It's very good. Of course, I read it today, and he in. I paid extra for the signed copy, and he said, to my favorite podcaster, Candace. Oh, <laughs> how much extra oh, that question? Oh, that was, I was tickled pink. I was like, oh, so happy. It made me so happy. But yes, of course, a new Adam Caesar work is out. Mm-hmm. Pick it up, obviously. They're, it's good Friend shit. Of the show, Adam Caesar, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Also, and if I Candace watched, recommends it, you know it's good. I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, Eddie, I know you haven't seen it, but Tim, you have, correct? I saw it. Yes, I did. Let me ask you a very specific question because I, well, I cried a lot watching it, but I also laughed a lot too. And something yeah. no one else laughed at but me. <laughs> and I'm like, this had to have been intentional, right? You know when it has all the science experiments and they're giving each other names? Yes. The walrus, when he's like, you can call me Toofus. That's my most prominent trait. And like, I died laughing. (laughs) And I look at my family and nobody's laughing. They're looking at me like I'm a monster. I'm like, that's fucked up, Ken, because they didn't even know what's going to happen to that fucking walrus yet. uh, I mean, I knew what was going to (laughs) happen. Oh, so that's even worse that you're laughing at the motherfucker. (laughs) I was was like, this had to have been on purpose. Do you think it was done purposely? Like how kind of like Forrest Gump? Yeah, the fact that he said it so over the top, like cheesy, like, oh, look how wholesome this scene is. Do you think that was uh, on purpose or do you think that was just bad? Or maybe no, I'm just a terrible person. I think it's I think it was I think it was on purpose to get that extra heartstring pulled for you later on when they Yeah, but I do found it funny. <laughs> Cause well, it was so can, over yeah. the top. <laughs> Call me Tufas. <laughs> Still that's your best Forrest Gump. That. <laughs> that's why I say it. it's like he's like the Forrest Gump of the group. Yeah, he he doesn't sound like Forrest Gump, but he is the Forrest Gump of the group. He's kind of slow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they got I've... that fucking Jenny bitch who doesn't want to go back to him until she gets fucking AIDS. Yeah, that was the uh, the raccoon. Yeah, that's Did why Jenny... he came back. She didn't come back until she got rabies. That's it. She didn't want nothing <laughs> to do with that fucking walrus, and she got knocked up by somebody, and yeah. then comes back with the kid. Yeah. From the dude from uh, Dallas Buyers Club, right? That's where she but, got the AIDS in that. 
<laughs> no, they were buying drugs. They weren't selling AIDS. Oh, no, right. she got it from she got it from that lawyer in Philadelphia. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's how she had to go back to Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, I mean, they do look very similar. So. Well, it's yeah. incredible because that was the kid from Six Sense, and in that movie, it looked like he had no sense. Damn. Sorry. That was Haley Joel Osment? I know it was, yeah. yeah. I'll be damned. Um, so yeah, I mean obviously watch Guardians of Galaxy Volume 3. If you're highly, interested. Highly recommended. It. It's really it's the that is the trilogy from that is some of the best Marvel stuff that ever yep. happened, except yep, exactly. for Infinity Wars and Yeah, I was uh, like Endgame. Marvel. I was like, this is the greatest thing Marvel's ever put out, and yep. they're not gonna top this ever again. This is it. Even for you, Eddie, if you're gonna if you're gonna dip your toe into no, Marvel, no, no, don't, no, 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 not he's Guardians not gonna like Dallas. it. No, he's not gonna like. It's not gritty it's enough. It's the most accessible one out of them all. It's not gritty enough. Yeah, I need. I need. Wait, what Marvel movie is gritty? None of them. Yeah, yeah, that's why they suck. That's why he doesn't like them. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is still the best. Uh, I'm going to put quotation Marvel movie. So you know, you know, you know what you're getting. You're not getting a Godfather in space. Does Deadpool count as a Marvel movie? Does it? Because it's not. It is Marvel. Well, it was Sony, is right? Marvel. Then it was it uh, Marvel. Well, he it was like uh, what? Yeah, it was the the split. Where it was like Fox got to keep Deadpool and the X-Men right, and yeah. all that shit. But now they're like transitioning it over. Hmm. But anyway, so yeah, obviously watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. These are all no-brainers. This one, next one, might come as a shock. Because for the first, and also is probably why I hated Hudson Hawk, especially, especially badly. <sighs> because I watched Last Action Hero for the first oh, time ever. Fantastic. That's Fucking... how you do this type of movie. Yes, that's what I was saying. I, when I was watching this, when I was watching Hudson Hawk, last night I watched Last Action Hero and then I watched Hudson Hawk. Hmm. So hmm. like, it's like having the most amazing angel jerk-off food you could possibly have mm-hmm. and then someone puts an In-N-Out burger in front of you. Hey, In-N-Out burgers are good. Fuck off. Wait, angel <laughs> jerk-off food? What yeah. the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> Just whatever would be your heaven in your mouth. Angel jerk-off in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's how you're, giants are made, right? I think you've been getting too into your rewatch of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously I've been consuming that, but that's not really news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's private. What about you, Tim? Uh, not too much. I've been uh, just kind of grinding on the baseball game, especially since I found out uh, from watching YouTube that you can pay people $170 for them to <laughs> fucking grind your MLB, two, uh, the show 2K3 account. So how much did you pay? I pay no. I, I, I pride myself <laughs> in putting nothing into these games. The more the more game tries to make me pay, if I'm going to play, the more I'm not going to pay. I love it. I love that contrary attitude. It's incredible. I just because I put it, I posted it in the Discord the other night because I was a little bit high and I'm like, wait a second, how does this work? How do I have an Xbox or a PS5, a PS5, and I pay somebody over PayPal or a Bitcoin, and they're going to 99 my character out if I'm playing Road to the Show, or they're going to give me all the best possible cards that people are spending. Three, four hundred dollars. Because here's what's incredible: this fucking baseball game. 
is to get the best card in the all right uh one of the best cards in the game i had and i bought it purely because i grinded and i had enough stubs and i played the stock market on that game smart where you buy a card and then you wait a couple of days and it goes up so, so on and so on hmm. i bought a hey. mickey mantle card for four hundred and fifty thousand stubs quick question was, do you ahead. ever play baseball on this game Yes, play. Yeah, no, no, you play baseball, but it's, it's a little those, bit of both. So yeah. far, it mostly sounds like you're trading stock. No, well, if you wanted to, there's some people who do that, where they're just basically standing there and they got like 800, 800 fucking million fucking stubs <laughs> at the end of a year because of what they were doing with the uh, buying the cards low and selling them high. Check out my new game, Power Stock Simulator. Wall uh, well, there was a game like that on the Nintendo NES. I remember having it. I think it was uh, Wall, Street Kid Kid. Wall Street Kid. Yeah, Wall Street Kid. Yep. Yes. Um, that was not a good game to buy stocks on in uh, September uh, 2001. Well, Tim, we all know that <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> you pick bad technology. You That's pick true. Bad games. <laughs> but if I was if I had to if I turned that game on and I bought that game that day and I wanted to buy that card and mm -hmm. I didn't have any stubs, if I wanted to buy the stubs in the game, it would have cost me almost three hundred fucking dollars. Stubs the zombie. To get enough stubs, well, stubs is the currency in the game, to buy that Mickey Mantle card. So I can see why people would do that, but uh, I just don't understand the whole way that it worked. And then, yeah, somebody confirmed the Discord that you give them your fucking Xbox password yep. or your PlayStation 5 password, or I guess if you have a Steam account. Yep. I hope you don't have your credit card that, info saved on there. And they... Well, you have to have it. You can't be on Xbox Live exactly. without having a credit card attached to it. I'm sure the PlayStation 5 is probably the same thing. And I'm sure Steam is the same fucking thing. Yeah, just you hand your information away. You could connect them to your PayPal account, but do you? then the dude's connected to your PayPal account. So it's even well, worse. Even, no, no. If you pay them for your PayPal account, okay. Because I don't know if they, that's probably a little bit better than here's my password for my Microsoft account that my credit card is attached to. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I know that like with Diablo, people were doing that same shit, <clears throat> but what they were doing was you'd pay them and then they'd pair up with you and help you to level. That's yeah. Yeah. They pair up with you. They drop a ton of fucking gold or whatever the yep. fucking yep. highest thing is. And then you pick that shit up. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. How the fuck does that work in baseball? No. The only way it could have been was that you had to give your account over and people in Discord confirmed it. I thought yeah. that maybe like you can sideload some shit. They give you like they send you a USB card or something like that, or they give you a download, but no. That paying is not people, an angel load. You're paying people <laughs> to play your game for you. What a world. That's a devil load. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so you've been having some fun with uh playing baseball. Yeah, so if anybody needs me to grind their account. Yeah, yeah. That's hey, uh that was the point of that whole thing. Give me your bank account. You hitting and on me? Grind that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll grind your account out. <laughs> uh, man. All right. Well, I've been uh, I've been rewatching Supernatural with my wife. That show's terrible. How far and are you into it now? I think we're what at rewatching. Well, she's rewatching. Yeah, she's rewatching it. You I'm, know what, I'm, Eddie? Put a stop to that shit right now because she doesn't deserve television privileges after this fucking true. movie. You know what? I love Supernatural, and I <laughs> okay. honestly think you'll enjoy it when it finds its footing later on. But I'm you know what? Don't it. don't watch it. No, no, yeah, the fact that she it. likes Supernatural and Hudson Hawk makes me sus of all of her opinions. <laughs> well, we'll get to that here and in just Cap. a second. Uh, so yeah, I've been rewatching that. Literally every episode is the exact same thing. Nothing ever happens, so that's fun. Uh, then cheap to film it that way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and you don't even have to worry about writers. So if they strike, who cares? 
You've already written every episode. I mean, from this, the first one. this is a, a show that's been out for years and years and had nothing to do with the writer strike. But sure, let's let's make this political, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> yeah, that's political, Candace. Come on. What the fuck are you talking about? And, I mean, movie uh, politics. Aside from consuming, I was just on the Wednesdays We Talk Weird podcast with Great Ashes episode. and Pato. Great episode. I listened to it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to all of the episodes, but uh, they didn't know what they were getting when they put you on. No. And they have fucking people who believe in some crazy shit. Okay. No, they did not. You had them by the nose. Uh, I felt bad for Pato because <laughs> he was like, he did like a yobo on the Dungeon and Dragon things. Just like 40 minutes of him talking at all. He's just like, man, I took all these fucking notes about these cocksuckers fucking podcasts and all this other shit. And I listened to two of their goddamn episodes. And this we talked about movies, but but that wasn't why they brought me on. They brought me in to talk about Satanism and, and because I'm not a theistic Satanist, that's like kind of weird as fun but yeah mm-hmm. i know but the theistic satanist like i was saying i did research they all either sound like idiots or they're nazis so fuck well, yeah because you have if you believe in the devil you also have to believe in a god right right so i gotta stop talk, talk talking about satanists i'm already excited about seeing ghosts next month i'm trying to not think about it mm. so i can live with myself mm. yeah but you guys just another night about that Candace's Satan. husband's getting lucky by proxy yeah yeah uh-huh. No, because he didn't let me get the VIP pass. Oh, oh shit, Candace, <laughs> that's like $700. No, not for Ghost. It was like $144. What? Yeah, yeah this isn't like Taylor Swift, Tim. No. I mean, Ghost is like Did the biggest thing. you get to meet him, in... or was it? It's the VIP passage. You get access to the pre-show uh, lounge. You get a couple of free drinks. You get a and, little and bit better seats. Yeah, there's a meet and greet. Candace, Candace, Candace. I know, Go. it was only $140, and of course they'd put fees on there. Look, and I don't like, like to no. fucking uh, knock a cock out from a fella, but... Don't fuck that husband of yours for at least a month after that contract. That's fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy. Eddie, fucking your $44? wife $44? My husband's not getting laid, and your wife's not watching Supernatural. We are spurning our spouses. <laughs> <We're> on strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So here we go. Hey, we're joining, we're joining the writers' union and the actors' yeah. union. It's all in there right here. Oh, man. 1991, Hudson Hawk. Uh, Tim, what's your yeah. history with this movie? I saw this movie before this. I saw it exactly one time when I rented it and mm. watching it on VHS. And I was just like, this movie can suck a bag of dicks. Hopefully one of mine is in that bag. <laughs> what was your expectation when you went into it? Did you think it was going to be an Bruce action Willis movie? Willis action movie, yes. Okay. okay. He's at the top of his career in 91, right? Yeah, this is right after uh, Die Hard 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, not a great done. Uh, Die hey. Hard two wasn't that great. Die Hard one and three are the best yeah. ones out of that whole. That's that, fair. Agree. Fucking thing. Agree. Also, Jeremy Irons going fucking crazy with his fucking stuttering and banging that fucking Nazi chick. But two is ten times better than what came after. That's true. All oh, the worst <laughs> ones with his fucking son in Russia. I've, oh, you know what? No. Though he did just do "Look Who's Talking" and "Look Who's Talking 2 right and before. And those were this. hot. Those were those big were ass movies. Comedies. Yes. And he was on uh, Moonlighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Moonlighting started the whole thing. But you know what's great about him and Look Who's Talking 1, 2, whatever, is he can be smug as a motherfucker, but we don't have to see that cocksucking smug face of his like we do in this entire Mm. fucking movie. I I saw the credits on this. I was like, oh, I know the problem with this movie. There's too many fucking Willis's involved. His fucking brother fucking produced the movie, and Bruce Willis came up with the fucking story. 
You, you know what's funny that you said that his smug fucking face? My husband looks like Bruce Willis. <laughs> he oh. has a resemblance to him. He doesn't look exactly like him. So obviously. he's looking at you all smug. He's like, you're not getting VIP tickets to Ghost. <laughs> Uh-oh. We lost Eddie. Oh, yes, we did. Look at that. So what happens now? All right, so welcome right, to so, Bloody Bits with so, uh, Candace and Yobo. Because we're going me, alphabetically. Uh, let me go into my background now, because, you know, you're the host, Tim, and you just went into your background. <laughs> so, uh, Hudson Hawk, man, you know, I watch this every day with my family. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing to do. I hey. watch Hudson Hawk, and then there I take notes of the joke. Uh, sorry, Eddie, uh, you lost hosting abilities. Yeah, yeah we took yeah, over. Yeah. For a sec. It says it's recording now, though. So, we, yeah. where we left off, Tim, you were just saying you don't have to see Bruce Willis's smug face when he's the face, face of the baby. Uh, yes. And then Candace went into the whole thing about how I just basically call the husband a smug, smug face motherfucker. <laughs> he does have a smug face. <laughs> no, no. The funniest part is what they have the most in common is they have the same male pattern baldness. Um, it's in the same pattern. They're losing their hair the same way. <laughs> oh, so wait, hold on. What, what, uh, what situation, uh, is your husband's hair in the Bruce Willis career? Is he Hudson Hawk or is he more diehard? Oh, he's diehard. I just shaves it. Oh, mm. interesting yeah Commit. okay got... so there's more 12 monkeys then yeah well yeah. he's got a beard too another great bruce willis movie yeah not this one though he can do it when he's trying and he he's sure got, can when he's got somebody saying no nah, you know what bruce reel it back like 100 points well you know what i would say i would say he can do it when he's not trying so hard uh because this movie mm, Hudson Hawk, gotcha. Candace, well, what's your history with it first i had never seen it before Oh, really? I might have wow. watched it once a long, long time ago, but I don't oh, remember. I'm so jealous of you, Candace. So, okay. Yeah. So you can imagine my incredible disappointment when I watched Last Action Hero for the first <laughs> time ever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, this movie's brilliant, but I can see why it flopped. People weren't ready for this. Yeah. And then I watched Hudson Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I was mad. I was so mad. I woke up mad. I was mad all yeah. day today, and I'm mad mm-hmm. now. I was mad like, just the, as soon as I saw, as soon as I said in the Discord, what movie are we doing? And when Hudson Hawk, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so not only did I watch a movie like fucking Hudson Hawk is so fucking terrible. Like I thought maybe people were oh, you know, people say Running Man's terrible, but I love that movie. Running no, Man I wanted to give it a chance. Yeah. I wanted to give it a chance. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's. Not a single fucking joke lands except for hey, one. One. Yep. <clears throat> the the people that they cast are so fucking unbearable to look at. Mm-hmm. They're all so fucking smug and they're trying to be zany and cartoony and it's so stupid. And there Hudson Hawk sucking motherfucking sound effects in this cocksucking motherfucking movie. <laughs> I haven't been so disappointed since I saw my husband's dick for the first time. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Candace. Yo, that's yo. Candace's husband, I'm not gonna say the name so Eddie doesn't have to bleep it out. Yeah. That's only part one of the fucking <laughs> shit you're gonna get for not getting those fucking VIP tickets and ghosts. You need to yeah. get that bitch backstage now. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. Yeah, if Hudson Hawk was a person, I would pay someone to kill their children in front of him. <laughs> like, okay. I fucking hate this movie. Wow, well tell us how you really feel about it, <laughs> This movie makes me feel less sad about Bruce Willis today. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, Damn. I thought my joke might have gone too far, but no, 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 no. so I I saw this one one time. My sister loves this movie, 
My sister has the worst taste in movies, I swear to God. It's the one you she don't loved... talk to anymore? Huh? Yeah, I shouldn't. That's a good yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you shouldn't, yeah. She loves Tell this. your wife to move in with your sister. Yeah, yeah. She loves this, and she loves uh, Dream a Little Dream with the Corys. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Where they, yeah. The movie that opens up with the two of them jerking off together? Yeah, that's the one, Tim. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, my sister. I, I remember terrible. watching I was like, no, wait, I got to be wrong. Then Look, I watched it again. I was like, no, I'm right. They were jerking off together. Bad, yeah. Look, yeah. I acknowledge I have shit taste in movies, but that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really so, bad. I saw this one growing up, and I remember, like, I remember even as a kid, even even as, like, well, this came out in 91, so I would have been, like, it would have been, we rented it, so it would have been, like, maybe 12, 13-ish. I don't know. I remember watching it and being like, wait, they're trying to sneak in here? Why are they singing? Yeah, mm-hmm. why are they singing at the top of yes, their lungs? At the top of their lungs, too. It's not even like, <laughs> oh, would you rather be a fish? At, at 12, that was my thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, here we go. Written by Bruce Willis, Robert Kraft, and Stephen, Stephen E. D'Souza. Written. Mostly, mostly written by Bruce Willis. Uh, directed by Michael Lerman, director of Heather's, Airheads, and a bunch of episodes of American Horror Story. I'll be damned. Great shit until he got uh, Bruce Willis on the set, and Bruce Willis goes, yeah, 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 I know you're the director, but uh, I'm doing it my way. Yeah, I really yeah. want to sing. I think that'd be good for the movie. Well, I don't know why that was. They did the shit. They did the shit. I just thought about this right now. This is for the fucking soundtrack. Look on eBay. What's on the fucking soundtrack? The Hudson Hawk. It's him and fucking Danny Aiello Broadwaying it up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it came out in 1991. Anybody? Any estimates on the budget for this bitch? Oh, Too I much. bet you this is like at least 91. So I may be getting mm-hmm. it off with inflation, but this is probably like one of like the highest uh, end movie comedy movies made. So 30 million, maybe 40 okay. million. That's a good 91. guess, Jim. Uh, remember the last one we covered, uh, when we covered T2, that was 100 million. Okay. Yeah. This is, is this 87 million? Random number I picked. Is it 87 Whoa, million? Well, sir, maybe. You uh, you both wow. are around the neighborhood. $65 million. Oh, Holy fuck. Because this motherfucker, Bruce Willis, triple dipped. He got his fucking brother as a fucking producer. Yeah. And then he fucking started it, and he quote unquote oh. wrote it by going, make me more smug and unlikable. Did half the budget go to Sandra Bernhardt to widen her teeth more? <laughs> Yo, don't 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 talk about the best one of the best parts of this fucking movie. She's one of the worst fucking parts. No, of this movie. no, no, no. Her and Robert Grant are no. the best parts of this fucking movie. Come oh. on, no. no. Whenever she's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, I'm like, God damn it! Here's this fucking story arc. She's so unfunny. Yeah, and her voice is like a chainsaw going over my nerve endings. Oh, no, come on, I got the power. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, she was great, man. Uh, so yeah, as you said, starring Bruce Willis, of course, is Hudson Hawk, the titular Hudson Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not titular. That's not his fucking name. That's his nickname. That's not his name. That's his nickname. I was so mad. I'm sla- I'm slamming my hand on the arm of my chair. This is how mad yeah. I am because I was yeah. like, well, at least he had a cool name. He did, you know? yeah, Hudson Hawk. Yeah, it's not his name. It's his fucking alias. His name no, is Eddie. No, 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 no. Go so on. Not only am I disappointed because Hudson Hawk's not his real name. It's his alias. But also his real name's Eddie. No, go on Internet Movie Database and look it up. His name is Hudson Hawk. Then why do half the movie they call him Eddie? 
Uh, yeah, because it's such a good name. Why wouldn't you? It just feels because good to say. Yeah, because if you have a cool fucking nickname like Hudson Hawk, that's a no, terrible no, nickname. The, it is but... a nickname too. Hudson because he lived by the Hudson River, mm-hmm. and Hawk because it means a cold wind. That's no, no, no. I don't care how stupid people in Jersey are. That's not true. <laughs> For real, there's no way that they think that over there. Right? Hawk does not mean a cold wind. What the no. fuck are they talking? If Anyhow. any hawk means when I do this and spit on the fucking sidewalk, that's a hawk. <laughs> that's and what this movie is. That's what this movie is, Ken. I think that was an inside joke. We we just we just got oh, it right now. This whole time yeah. we're supposed to hate it. It's a producer situation. It's half bird shit and half hawking yeah. your lung up. And Tim, you you already brought him up, but maybe the best part of this movie. The worst part, the Danny most. Aiello. No, no, for real. How the fuck did he get cast? Who plays Tommy Five Tone? Tommy Five Tone. Do you get it, folks? Jokes. Here he's kind of like guy, Tommy Two Tone, right? Right. Tommy Two Keys. Right. He's he is. I'm gonna call him a in a a bloody buddy cousin. Because, of course, he was Vickers in the stuff. And we've all, in one way or another, covered the stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not on our own show, mind you. But we've certainly covered it. Um, then, Tim, of course, Andy McDowell, one of your favorites. Plays Worst Anne. fucking actress ever in a movie, for real. If she wasn't so beautiful, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have a pot to piss in. That's like Zoe Deschanel. I have to say the same thing. She's fucking terrible, but she's pretty. She got those eyes. Exactly. Of course, you remember her from Groundhog's Day, Four Weddings and a Funeral, yada, yada, yada. Green Card with uh, that French dude. What the fuck is it? Jepard? Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Depardieu? Depardieu, yeah. 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 More like De Poo-Poo. Oh, we're coming got, for you, France. You know, you know how I feel about French movies. So. That's, that's true. <laughs> that all depends. <laughs> a certain era of French movie. Tim's a big fan. <laughs> uh, then you've got James Coburn. Miles, yeah. James Coburn playing George Flint from In Like Flint. He was in The Magnificent Seven, The Great Escape. Fantastic actor. Worst fucking hair dye of all <laughs> fucking time. What the fuck are you dyeing his hair for in this I movie? I don't know. I don't know. It looks so stupid on him. Like, what are they doing? Oh, if he has if he has shocking white hair, he's not going to look like somebody who works for the CIA. He won't look like an elder statesman who works for the fucking CIA at all. Mm-hmm. You got to dye that shit like fucking black. I'm two. still not sure how the CIA plays into the plot of this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. Okay. I don't think they do. So because did, at one point he says they're the MTV IA. Yeah. yeah. So right? we'll get to that. I have a game for you all here in just a moment. So we'll get to it. I don't want to play. Yeah, you do. So, Tim, we've also got Richard Grant, who plays Darwin. Of course, he was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Candace, he was in Warlock. Dude, mm. always, he, whenever you see this motherfucker in a movie, he always steals the fucking movie. He, oh, he, no. just, I don't think this guy's ever been in a movie that he doesn't know what movie he's in. Yeah, he's very, he's the only part of this movie I liked was him. Yeah. Well, him and uh, his sister, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of his sister, Candace, you kind of tipped the hand on it. Sandra Bernhardt is Minerva. Famous oh, for what? God. What made her famous? Does anybody remember what uh, made her famous? She was on Roseanne. No, no, no. Before Roseanne. How did she get on Roseanne? She was a comedian, right? 
Uh, kinda she did stand up i know she did like off-broadway stuff but the thing that broke her was madonna pretended to have a fake lesbian affair with her for a while oh, i believe that right. was it right I, I i don't yeah she's not when you said stand-up comedian i about like guffawed out loud she's not funny like i said whenever her story arc in brooklyn 99 comes on i'm like god damn it She's not, she's so not funny. No, and no, she's she not needs, a good actress. She needs the right thing. Because if you watch, if you ever watch The King of Comedy, she is fucking perfection in that movie. Hmm. I'll you take your word for it. Never, you've never watched King, the King of Comedy. Comedy? Fantastic. Or you could just watch Joker. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you think Sean yeah, Penn never... Wolf. They made Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> 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 that's true i didn't think about that but yeah the joke is woke woker the woker yeah <laughs> oh god i'm gonna start dressing up and going as the woker <laughs> just ruining people's beer painting rainbows on it and shit hey look i'm an agent of chaos i didn't say what side of chaos I was right, on, right. right? <laughs> you think sean penn ever punched her <sighs> Yeah, see, mm. people forget that about Sean Penn. He had a little bit of a temper, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'd punch her. Uh, Can you well, really blame him? Fair. Uh, well, all right, maybe I'm uh, looking back on it like 30 or 40 years later, but I think the reason why he kind of like was able to skate on that thing was because, I mean, come on, hey, it's Madonna. Because it was Sandra imagine, Bernhardt. Imagine, imagine, how, imagine how much yeah. Madonna's got to make you pissed off. Yeah, fair. That's a good point, yeah. Unless you're uh, Guy Ritchie, then you can just divorce her and take her money. <laughs> yeah, but she gets the accent. He got oh, all the money, but she got the accent. Right. Oh, did he took, she took his? Does he not have one anymore? Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> he only has 10% of that accent left. Right, right. Yeah. Guy Ritchie with like a Midwestern American accent. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Do we do I will have, say this, uh, though. Her penthouse magazines made me a lot of money when I was able to get my uh, hands on five or six of them and turn them please, around in school. Please, please don't make me throw up, Tim. Just Tim flipping porn, buddy. We do have a bloody buddy in this movie. We Anybody? do? Yes. Oh, let me look over my notes. Let me see if I... Uh, not Frank Stallone. No. No. Not oh, David shit. Caruso. Wait, oh. no. The Wait, old scary it. German guy was in Monster Squad. No, that's well, not Bloody Buddy. Squad. I'll give you a hint. He's one of the candy bar crew. David oh, Caruso. The... No, 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 I just said David Caruso, the Foresight guy. The oh, what? wait, not the fucking big doofus guy, yeah, is it? Yeah, the big doofus, Andrew Brainarski. He was Leatherface, bitch. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Butterfinger played fucking Leatherface in that Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre reboot. That was Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yeah, he was in fucking Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Tim, you pointed it out, though. Yeah, um, we do have... David Caruso playing. Can somebody cat. explain to me what the fuck is going on with him in this movie? No. There had to be a seven hour. No, no, Candace. For David Caruso's character, mm-hmm. there had to be a seven hour cut of this movie where we get some kind of reasonable explanation as to why he's doing what he's doing. Well, he's Agent Smith, right? He's no, just he's, like he's Agent Kit up... Kat. He's Kit Kat. Right. He just pops up wherever. 
and he's yeah. usually in a disguise. One when, when, when they dress him up, is Andy oh McDowell. my god, is Andy <laughs> I'm like, you know what? One of these fucking hot bitches made a dolphin sound, and one of them didn't. I think I'm gonna take the one that didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, then, like you said, we got Frank Stallone who played Caesar Mario. You know what? Hats off, he's great in this fucking movie. Yeah, he is actually. He knows what movie he's in. Well. Well, yeah, he's in the movie when they went, hey, can you play yourself? <laughs> so Yeah, so he's like, hey, I'm a cartoon. I'm in a cartoon movie. And then I just got to give a quick shout out here. Um, they're, they're not really a big star in anything, but I feel bad for her. Giselda Volodi. She played the uh, the lady who was supposed to be the Mona Lisa. That oh, <laughs> with the fucked up teeth. I feel so bad for her. What a shitty cameo to get. Somebody else later on, I think like a couple minutes later, we get an introduction with somebody else has the fucked up teeth. And I'm like, is this movie trying to tell me that that's a fucking like great, 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 great grandson or something? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe oh, that's what well, they were I did not pick, catch up on that. At. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that... I just have a note like, wow, that was their opening joke. <laughs> like Terrible. I, yeah, it was. Yeah, so we get. Oh man, anytime I see a fucking movie that isn't the fucking Princess Bride that opens up like this, I'm with like a no. narrator, yeah, going over with a fairy the, tale, with the tale, yes, with a fucking e on it. Yeah, come on. So yeah, budget on this was sixty five million. What do you think it made worldwide? Zero. Oh, I bet if you this movie. Justice this in movie, the world, it would no, lose money. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna probably at the end of the day, it probably end up maybe breaking even at the end of the day. Okay, so you're saying worldwide, Tim, maybe around sixty. Yep. Candace, I'm gonna say twenty. You were very, very close, Candace. It made seventeen. Yes. Wow. Just... Yeah, see, I remember. I remember when I was watching this, I was like, "Wait, this is." This isn't good for Bruce Willis. No, this torpedoed the fuck out of Bruce Willis's career, man. Uh, this was By his a, old hand. Too. Oh yeah, it was Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, he was gone for a while. Good, yeah, he deserved I mean, it for this. Sixth Sense in, in uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, know? Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I, I brought him I back. Mention that movie. I didn't like him in Pulp Fiction, and really, that's more, probably my least favorite Tarantino movie. Yep, same. Did not like it. No, it was all right, but yeah, no, uh, he come wasn't on. Once you get to once strong. you get to the fucking cab with the hot fucking Russian cab driver who's getting wetter by the moment, we're like, how did you kill this guy? I'm like, oh, come, yeah, on. Yeah. come on, come yeah. on. I know what you're trying for, but Jesus Christ. So there you go, buddy. There's the the background on this piece of shit. There were constant rewrites on the set too. Who was the uh, who was the producer? Because it was uh, David Willis. No, it was um. Yeah, David Willis and and that can't uh, be. There's got to be somebody who's related. Robert to it. Robert Kraft was also one of the producers. Oh on Joel, it. no, Joel Silver, which uh, well, maybe you have to bleep this out, but uh, somehow or another, I might have been working in a building that Joel Silver lived in, mm-hmm. and I might have had access to the stuff that he was throwing out, and some of those things might have been scripts for movies called the bone collector and Charlie's angels and the notes that he had written down. Oh buddy. Oh boy. To be stealing the shit out of that. (laughs) Fringe benefit working in a building of rich people. They throw away crazy shit. I'll bet. I'll bet. How many fucking dead hookers I found. Let me tell you. 
You're supposed to throw them in abandoned buildings, Tim. You're supposed to get rid of them. That's your job. Well, that's why we get the big tips. There you go, buddy. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, as you said, we open on a storybook telling us the history of Leonardo da Vinci, uh, who is... It's a a great action-filled opening. Uh, Funny action-filled opening for this movie. Just like Mad Max, man. Fury Road had got nothing on this fucking opening but the opening. So no, he's I, in Milan. I'm going to take a piss. I'll be back in two and a half hours. Continue. <laughs> so he's in Milan and he got commissioned to make a giant bronze horse. But due to war efforts, they were out of bronze. So he was fucked on that one. He, instead of, you know, waiting for the war to be over or figuring out a different material to make the horse out of, he decided he'd do the easier thing, which is turning lead into bronze. <laughs> Alchemy. That was the easy Alchemy. way out. The easy way was alchemy, but little whoops-a-doodle, I think he might have had the temperature set wrong or something, because instead of bronze, he made gold. Well, that's no good. He needs bronze. Yeah. So what? Do you, I guess he has to throw it away. They never really get into what he does with the gold. He's kind of like, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess like, I, why didn't he keep doing that? <laughs> yeah. Why, why, why aren't we all now living in a world where Leonardo da Vinci was the wealthiest and most powerful person ever? <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? Anyhow. Yeah, like, what? <clears throat> so then um, I just have that he uh, straps some assistant of his into a flying machine and scares the life out of him. Hmm. And then we got uh, yeah, the- that's right. Disposable of peasants. Yeah, and then we've got the fun uh, Mona Lisa joke where you see the painting of the Mona Lisa, but no, no smile. Yeah, real pants wetter that one. Yeah. No, 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 hold on, Candace. I disagree. I think this is the perfect opening for this movie because this movie, right through this opening, is telling you everything you're going to be getting with this fucking movie for the next hour and thirty five minutes. Going to get a ratcheted drill grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> Then, uh, yeah, Mona Lisa smiles, the the model for him. Mm-hmm. They're all funny. She's wearing, like, those quarter machines. Yeah, it's like, the last part of the painting that he hasn't finished yet. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So then we get to 500 years later, where our exactly. hero... Exactly, to the day. They, like, the, this the, is cosmically set up, right? This is yeah. Unmyung. This is fate. It's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our hero, Hudson Hawk... No, he's, no, he's they are hero. calling him it's, Eddie. I have he's, in my notes, Eddie, Eddie, yeah. Eddie. <laughs> he's the world's hottest cat burglar, and he's getting out of prison. Oh. Yes, because they, at one point, the warden says, do you remember all the journalists who were outside while you were getting put in prison? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What kind of slow news day is that? The cat burglar goes to jail. But he was the big leagues, the biggest leagues. Yeah. I, you know who the best cat burglar in the world is? The one that you don't know about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't know. He's not in fucking prison, you idiot. That's kind of like uh, something. There was a guy in New York who named John John Gotti who had kind of like had that same problem. Like the best mafioso bosses, the ones who aren't on the newspaper right. all the, all the time. Yeah, you're fucking up if people know about your criminal activities. That's kind of the problem. So yeah, he's getting out of prison, but his parole officer's got a gig for him. Says, listen. You go do one night of work for me, right? When you get out, we get rid of all the community service. We get rid of all the parole you're going to be on. It just all goes away in one day. He's like, no, I want to do community service. Oh, by the way, Hudson Hawk in this, he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. He's, 
he's a real smart aleck he's got he's, such a wit oh yeah he's like your bugs bunny your your brody from mall rats you know you your... what is incredible to me is that bruce willis thought that, that this would be a cool character that the audience would identify yeah. with and be like i'm on this guy's side i really want to set the the tone the scene i want to set the scene for the listeners he's wearing a navy blue t-shirt <laughs> with a black vest over it and a black fedora and he has like a line of silver rings in his ear. Oh he my god, those so fucking stupid. earrings! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The earrings are quite a look. That's, I like. Uh, I don't want to know what that meant that in, while you were in prison because he had them in prison, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But that, I don't think they'd let the world's best cat burglar just wear earrings in prison. Well, yeah, because those are lockpicks, right? right? Exactly. But eh, whatever. I guess they're just nice to him. So, uh, and on the way out, though, that he tells the PO, "Now I'm not going to do that." Steals his keys and locks him in the prison, and then throws he... him in the water. Yeah, because yeah. at, at that point, the uh, PO says, "Hey, you know, at the drop of a hat, snap of my fingers, I can put you back in jail." Yep, super yep. easy. So, what does our hero do? Piss yeah, him off. My dick. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah pisses <laughs> him off. Right. So he heads outside to get his boy Tommy to pick him up. <clears throat> So, and on the way, Tommy's car backfires, so he hits the dirt. Oh, like, oh. my God. It's very yeah, funny. Here we go. Yeah. And then it's just him making fun of Danny Aiello for being fat. For being fat. He's not even fat. No. He might be a little thick in the middle, but the dude's like in his 50s or something. Which, by the way, let's just say this. Bruce Willis has got his t-shirt tucked in too many times in this movie because he's got a fucking belly yeah. in this fucking movie. So all yeah. those fucking Seagrams. So that's a real pot calling the kettle black here now, I guess. Yeah, plus but... he's not fat. Right, right. This is like Ice Cream Man, where they make fun, they shove a pillow up a kid's shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy's a shirt. That was a joke. Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he makes fun of Tom. He's waiting for a while, and then he's like, oh, I want to go get a cappuccino. And him getting a cappuccino, guys, you got to admit, that's a pretty good little goof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, birds of prey, you hack. Birds of prey, you hack. I'm going to call them the hack for Buffalo 66. Okay, what? I guess you haven't uh, seen Buffalo 66. I saw it a long, long time ago. I remember, the whole thing with that was, that was, I remember that movie because that wasn't the one that he got the blowjob. Yeah, in. yeah, Vincent Gallo. The whole thing with that, though, is like the first 40 minutes of it, he gets out of prison and he has to take a piss. But every place he goes, they won't let him use the bathroom. He gets interrupted. Wait, hold on. You're a dude. You just got to stand the street. two fucking cars. You're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> right. But no that one's going to bat an eye. That doesn't like help to build the tension of a movie if you just let him go to the bathroom So a fucking full bladder is building tension? I figured, oh, that's yeah, why I only saw that movie once. He Yeah, he points it out, though, is it's like, look, I'm fucking a free man. I just got out of prison. I can't even take a piss. What the fuck? You know, like... Anyhow, yeah, it's comedy gold. Because wasn't that Christina Ricci's like her first movie after uh, Adam's uh, Adam's Family? Was it? I think, I think so. Right? Yeah, her first like big one that I can remember yeah. for sure. <laughs> so he gets his coffee and he spills it because dude breaks hard. He stops <laughs> short, which is my move. Uh, then they go to this bar. That's also, I guess, you a stole pe- you stole Costanza's move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I was watching old episodes of Seinfeld. By the way, dude, that show is so fucking funny. It still holds up because you know why? Because it's about nothing. 
No, dude, it's right. the, the funniest fucking show, man. It's a great comedy show. Yes, yeah. yeah. There's they, few that hold up. Uh, Seinfeld, I think maybe Cheers are going to be the ones that hold the, through the test of time, like 30, 40 years. Like, can this, maybe your grandkids are going to grow up and they're going to be watching Seinfeld at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon when they're homesick at the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it holds up. I mean, some of the content's a little a little rough with time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> a little uh, racism, homophobia, yeah, stuff a little like bit, that. Uh, but you know, some anti dentites in the show. Well, that one was funny. I, my favorite is that the, there's just this episode where Seinfeld gets raped, and that's the joke. Uh, I guess I missed that Thursday night. Okay. (laughs) You remember Brian Cranston in that, right? Yes. The dentist. You remember Seinfeld? Oh, that's right. He wakes up and his clothes are fucking on backwards. Oh, (laughs) shit. That's right. Yeah. But you know why? It's kind of okay because on that show, when they did it, uh, the dental assistant chick was hot. Yeah, she was hot. So it's okay. So maybe Brian Cranston was just whacking off while he was watching. It's also it funny, when he's, it's funny so when he's about to put, he's about to put Seinfeld under, so he, he keys up the gas. And he fucking takes a hit of the gas himself. And like, yeah, that's good. And then he puts. <laughs> I guess he improved that, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so we go to this bar slash pizzeria in New York, and this place is bumping, dude. Like busy as fuck middle oh, of the no, day but eddie's just bitching the entire time uh hudson hawk's got some problems with it <laughs> see because yeah, they changed slime ball fucking uh clientele they didn't pay shit yeah and he, he's like i guess i'll get a goat cheese pizza god just he's, <sighs> and he things owns, have changed so then we find out he owns half of the bar right yeah, yeah. So, and the hey, place is clearly successful. Yeah, so yes. guess what? Very, very well done. Yes, because according to what Bruce Willis was t- complaining about, the fucking patrons who aren't there anymore, mm-hmm. they weren't fucking paying. You think right, fucking yeah. captain who came with a fucking steering wheel from a car wreck where he killed three people with <laughs> a DUI is fucking paying his bar tab? No, no. I love that they had that hung up. They're just like, check out our our monument to this fucking drunk driver. <laughs> <To> this tragedy <laughs> wiped out a family. You know, <laughs> oh man, but no, you're right though, it should be credits right now. Hey, he gets out of prison, he's got a bar that's wildly successful. You're hey, done. Guess what? You could do a fucking blues band there every fucking Thursday night, Bruce <laughs> will be happy, right? So then, instead of he's gonna have to change his nickname, then from Hudson to Bruno, I guess. Mm. Oh my god, Duke Silver, <laughs> I have that on vinyl. <laughs> It's just really incredible, the hubris so, yeah. and how big his head got. For the listeners, Bruce Willis did a blues album. Yeah. yeah. And it's a bunch of Seagram's commercials where it was yeah. like his band doing all the fucking music and all the videos are centered around his band. At the time, yeah. he was the biggest movie star in the world, and he thought he could do no wrong. And they did like a Spinal Tap style mockumentary on his character, the musician Bruno. It's so fucking annoying, Tim. <laughs> Is that going to be on the blood bank? Please. Dude, no, it's on YouTube. Watch. But it's God, so fucking funny. God bless funny. the 90s. Because they just interview real musicians and shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, Bruno. He's like really influential. Oh, man, and they got fucking Neil Peart from Rush going, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, they got Daddy <laughs> Lee up there. Like, yeah, he's fantastic. 
Sebastian box wings. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's fucking cool. Ozzy, yeah. what was that? That's Ozzy Osbourne. That's Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Damn. Tim, we thought that you didn't it take sounded... your medicine. You broke it out. For a minute there, it sounded like you were doing like a racist impression of a samurai. <laughs> oh, well, uh, bleep that out there. <laughs> Look, I'm not known for my impersonations, okay? I don't know. Your, your May West was good. <laughs> Uh, so he gets his cup of coffee finally somebody shoots the cup in his hand <laughs> as a way to get his attention from across the bar Why can you imagine that's how you get you how you get to buy the woman a new drink is you destroy the one that she had before <laughs> just imagine if you're a fucking poor guy he's hanging out in this fucking high-end over fucking price ball and it's making you pay 20 bucks for goat cheese pizza and you get the fucking straight bullet in your head <laughs> yeah somebody died <laughs> So, yeah, it's one of the Mario brothers that shot at him. And, and they uh, said the Mario brothers are a crime family? Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he does have to rescue the princess in the castle at the end of the movie, too. That's true. Well, we go. That, huh? Could have named him Bowser instead of the, what was it, the Mayflowers, the Mayfields? The Mayflowers, Mayflowers right? Yeah. yeah. It's like Robot Chicken doing the GTA Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they go to Vice City on accident. Oh, I got to go watch Bye more fucking Robot Chick. Yes. That was a fun show. Should put it in the blood bank. I should. Yeah. So then he goes over there to talk to him, and they're like, hey, we, we need you to, hey, we need you to rob an auction fucking house, man. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I just got out of prison today. Yeah. And this is where I have in my notes why is everyone muttering their lines? Because every like in the, in this beginning part here, it's like everybody just talks really, really fast and softly. Yeah, but and I had a really hard time listening. Yeah, it's very. Well, I had a hard time listening too. Uh, so he says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking do that." Tommy sneaks up behind him. Danny Aiello busts a wine bottle over the dude's head, the and then everybody's his brother. Yeah, and then everybody in the fucking bar freaks out. Not the gunshot. Yeah, not that the gunshot. Didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that that just kind of stuck in my craw a little, but whatever. Yeah. Now I we're mean, gonna come get on, look, the, the half owner's doing it, so it's got to be serious. Fair, yeah, that's fair. Now we're gonna run into another one of our uh, dribbling gags in this, which is Bruce Willis naming the duration of a song by its Oh title. my god! My god! I did not Fair understand you. this bit. I yes, because you know it. what? You have to explain this. You have to give us some kind of background on why this is going to be a running joke throughout the whole fucking movie where you can name any song from the 40s or 50s. I don't even think, like, I think it like goes from like 1943 to 58. Incorrect. And he can tell you exactly, all right, well, he can still tell you exactly how long a song mm -hmm. is. Oh, that's right, yeah, because the Whitney Houston Super Bowl 17 thing was seven minutes and 14 seconds. Okay, but I have a note. I can on remember that. that, but I can't remember how to say it. I have a, a note on that Whitney Houston Super Bowl one, Tim. Oh, you timed it? No, my family, we used to watch the Super Bowl every fucking year. We were a big football house, right? Even though I grew up near Seattle, so our team always well, fucking until, sucked. Until something gay happened, and your dad's like, hey, this is like Saturday Night Live. We're not watching that shit anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll bet you when Kaepernick took a knee, he's like, nope, I'm out. No, so... Whitney Houston did sing the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl, but mm -hmm. it was not Super Bowl 17. Because I was like, wow, that, that sounds wrong to me because I remember it. 
looked it up. It was Super Bowl 25. So they were way the fuck off. Wow. <laughs> and well, yeah. At this point, like, you think they, they're giving a shit? They're like, oh, wait, yeah. the, the script supervisor's going, cut. Wait, hold on. It's not 17. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to argue with Bruce Willis on that. And I, I get the feeling nobody was talking to him while they were making the movie that he wrote. <laughs> Uh, so they get up on top of this building, and the idea is that they're going to toss a lifesaver, like a frisbee over, hook it onto the building. Mm-hmm. Forget getting grappling hooks or anything like a cat burglar would have. Oh, yeah. This is where I have in my notes, uh, someone says Fakakta. Yeah. And that always makes me laugh because, like, That's growing the one time up, you laughed, yeah. Well, it not like because of the movie, just because of that word. Because growing up, my mom said it all the time. We said Fakakta in our house, but nobody else did. I never heard it outside of my house. I thought my mom made that shit up. Mm. Come to find out, it's a real word. Yeah. So this movie really blew your mind. Like, oh, wait a second. And yeah, in the past week, I've heard it said three times on three different shows. I was like, God damn! I was like, this, yeah. Where did I live that nobody was saying Fakakta? Because apparently that was a thing. Well, very far away from Jewish people would be my guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> since we're originally from Miami, there's a lot more Jews down there. That's yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Probably not a lot in Missouri. So no. <laughs> this uh, one was where it could be either Yiddish or Italian. Fakakta. No, that's Yiddish, for sure. Yeah, it is that's Yiddish. Fakakta bread. Fakakta bread. Damn, shut up. <laughs> That's when they do it wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah the bread's the bread's the so you get any kind of bread ordered from Domino's as a Fakakta hey, bread. Where are the fucking. <laughs> oh, my, I think my mom called it that too. Fakakta bread. Uh, I got the. Dude, That's what to... she meant. She, every time she said it, she's like, give me some bread. I got to drop a, a really old racial slur in the Discord I forgot about until that day. <laughs> fucking Ofei. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Tim, you I don't know you. that one? No. That's uh, that's like Cracker or Whitey. Really? Really? Yeah. Tim, do you know how to speak Pig Latin? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, S A I A U D E O N E H O W T E S P E P A T N L E. Yes. What would Ofe translate to? <sighs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> it translate to your foe, your opponent, adversary, enemy. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's funny. I found a uh, book with like 1920s slang because I was like, "Where does that fucking come from?" Anyway, and the, the, so I've just got this whole book full of 20s slang that I've been looking through. <laughs> There's some great shit, Tim. Okay, so <clears throat> no examples. Yeah, you spit oh, some I gave you Ofe. Like well, that's I mean, a good one. Guess what? <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll make it a segment. I'll I'll, I'll give you Eddie's Eddie's anachronistic racial slur of the week. Okay. For this yeah, week, we have to okay. guess like well, from what decade it's from, or oh. from what Republican is from. No, Tim. I'll give you the the old racial slur, right? And you have to guess who it's describing or denigrating. No, no, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, man. That's so not good for anybody. Toss the lifesaver over to the other building and climb over there. And then I love that, like, the whole time again, just more fat jokes, right? Oh, oh this is where I have it in my notes. Pounds. It's only been 16 minutes. Yeah. It's well, only been 16 minutes. Why both climbing the rope at the same fucking time? Especially if you're calling your fucking guy fucking Tubby all the goddamn movie. Right, yeah. When you'd be like, I'm going to go after you, Tubby. Yeah, Make if the rope is strong enough to hold you, it's going to hold me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tap dance over and sing. 
So they get. I wish he would have fucking tap danced on that rope and just fell you and know, broke his uh, fucking you know, neck. If he would have done it, I would not have been surprised. Yeah, nah, I mean, in this movie, yeah, sure, absolutely. So then they get to the other building, and the dude just like grabs the lifesaver and chucks it back. He's like, "Hey, dickhead, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and uh, yeah, Tommy Five Tone. He's like, "Hey, I'm covering our tracks. We'll get out through the basement." And Hudson's like, "Yeah, I guess we fucking will, huh?" Don't have a choice what now. What tracks? They're going to know that something is stolen. What difference does it fucking make if they find out that you got there from the other roof? I don't know, Tim. This entire movie makes no sense. I know. That's true. Uh, so they... Oh, this is another good joke. We we see the security guards inside. And the guy's like, hey, do you know how many wongs are in the phone book? <laughs> see, your wife loves this joke, Tim. <laughs> oh, you heard that, huh? <laughs> she's like, yeah, he's she's like, laughing at it. She's yeah. like, I got that. That's personal, but I'm laughing at it. He's like, yeah, 738. That's a lot of long numbers. Do you get oh, it? Oh, my God. My husband's made that same joke. <laughs> wow. So both of you should get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. So, so then they they slide by the security guards on skateboards that I guess they found. Yeah, I don't know how they procured any of the stuff they had. It could have been you could have saved about like three pounds in your fucking backpack crawling across a fucking rope by a (laughs) lifesaver instead of putting the skateboards in, just crawling past the fucking boards. (laughs) Right, yeah, just crawl. And they're these big neon-colored fucking skateboards. Exactly, yeah, good one. Look, that's that's a sponsored skateboard there because I saw the fuck. I forget what the name of the company is, but I saw it twice. Some product placement for the fucking... Yeah, we'll get to the candy yeah, product. All those, all those kids watching Hudson Hawk, they want to go out and grab themselves a skateboard. Ooh, Mommy, can I get the one Danny Aiello was skating on? <laughs> what do you mean skating on? The fat fucking guy was sitting on the goddamn thing where his head was over the fucking window anyway. Uh, just a chubby Tim Yobo asking his mom for a skateboard to glide on because Danny Aiello. <laughs> I got my first skateboard in Atlantic City in like 1976, 77. Bought it from the mob. And it was lime green. Did it fall off of a truck or something? (laughs) No, they were selling it on the boardwalk. So I'm sure that my grandmother paid at least like three times what it was actually worth. Pretty good skater, Tim. You do a lot of. I I did a lot of skateboarding for at least like 10 years. I didn't do any crazy shit, but I was always on my skateboard going up and down the streets. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You got your little change maker. You're just selling porn to <laughs> so other look, kids. Look, selling needs change. You got to be able to get there quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then these fuckers, they sneak past the security guards. Then they, they tune in to uh, where the horse is that Hudson's going to be stealing. There's yeah, the a, horse uh, room, yeah. There's another fat, because they love fat guys in this. So yeah, they just fat love laughing about it. Security guard, like, sitting on this shitty blue chair. And they're like, Which, hey. This, this is the kind of fucking security the King Tut thing gets ex- uh, fucking uh, security for, where the guy's actually sitting right there in the fucking middle of the exposi- exposition. Hmm. Uh, fits for Da Vinci. I put that up there. I, uh... Hey, is your wife singing now? Yeah, she is. It sounds pretty uh, good. Get her on the mic. She's got a great... Uh, she, she, yo, she can sing. Let me tell you for real. Yeah. She could do... Uh, you know what? We could do a uh, uh, swing on a star with her. Real quick. Open the door a little bit more. Listen, listen. (laughs) I'm never going to listen to that song again. Uh... 
say. Fantastic. <laughs> so I do love that that they uh, they decide like, hey, let's let's play with the sleeping security guard. So they just radio him in. They're like, oh shit, you know. And <laughs> the chair he's in flies apart. Yeah, it's like it, something ripped the back of the legs out. <laughs> it just like, he just far shit his pants to break that fucking chair because he was sitting on that chair sleeping. Yeah, and it just blows up. Yeah. Just, I think so, they scared the shit out of him. So uh, now they're like, okay, so we have to estimate the time the robbery is going to take, right? So they're like, ah, it's going to be this much time. Do this part, this much for this part. All right, three minutes, 38 seconds. Uh, well, again, hey. with this fucking movie is nobody explains what the plan is until they've already done it. Yeah. Because at this point, we heard them going back and forth. like, what about this song? What about singing in the rain? Oh, that's only 14 minutes and 13 seconds. What about this? Oh, that's only six minutes and three. Now we figure out why they're coming up, why they're thinking about what these fucking songs are. And yeah. The idea yeah. is Danny Aiello has a great ad lib here. He goes, you know, that's why they invented watches, right? Yeah, fucking stupid. Anyhow, <laughs> whatever. Uh, again, and this is you know, like I said, the movie Baby Driver did this better, where he's like, I'm going to put a song on. That's Every like the movie soundtrack. did this better. What are you talking about? Every fair, movie did this fair. better. Fucking Nuki did this movie better. <laughs> uh, then I just have. Uh, they they sneak in. It's boring. Hudson steals Da Vinci's model horse. Then, yeah. while that's happening, Danny Aiello like hacks the security cameras so what plays back old video. Yeah, it's on a loop. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's extra painful for me to have watched this scene after having also just watched Little Shop of Horrors, which is a delightful musical yeah, that everyone with good should singing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. And then I see Hudson Hawk. <clears throat> Steve Martin is so good in that, man. Oh, he's the best. He is incredible. With the BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the security guards notice that the chairs back on the video feed, and they're like, that's weird. Didn't we make the fat guy kill himself falling off of that? On the blue chair. On the, They're watching a black and white TV, and they go, hey, look, the blue chair's back oh, yeah. together again. Well, yep. they've been there. They know what color the chair is. Is that the only chair they have in this fucking place? But I, I don't know if they I would remember say that. this I just... chair, what color it is. Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, look, hey, look, the chair that Fatso fucking broke by shitting in his pants broke. It's our only out chair. The color of it. Yeah, that's a good point. If it's the only chair, why'd they break it? <laughs> that's a terrible what idea. That's part of the fucking, what if that's fucking Da Vinci's chair and the guy's just sitting on it? <laughs> if that's Da Vinci's chair, he made a shitty chair, man. That thing barely held that guy. So they they notice that they're like, oh shit, go down there, try to try to bust him, right? And uh, this is when Tommy does his uh, thumb cuffs trick they they trip the guards with a rope and oh then my they, god these fucking oh no come cuffs. on for real this is the first time i've written down fuck you movie how do they have this rope thing set up <laughs> yeah and well, then were... just like a quick bonk on the head they knock the two guards out yeah. oh my god this is so fuck this, this is when, yeah exactly this was when i was like oh yeah. this movie is a looney tunes so i right. tried to put myself in that mindset right yeah, yeah. And it still doesn't work yes it exactly work. it still doesn't work yeah so they 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 now they're they're you know they're busted the alarms are going off and everything they're like fuck we can't make it through the basement they run up to the roof and then they jump off of the five-story fucking roof of this building tim 
into an awning. Okay. Crash okay. into okay, an guys. awning. Guys, I'm, yeah. I'm dead serious about this. I need an answer on this. Yes. Does Tommy not get shot right there? You think he does because they do shoot down at him. Yeah, they shoot down at him and he's clutching his abdomen. He jerks when the shot goes oh, off and yeah. he clutches his abdomen. Ugh. Maybe he just so, wants a sandwich. I've rewound it and watched it multiple times. He definitely 100% gets shot. Okay. That Candace, look, I can I promise you. You you are probably right because I guarantee you this is like an hour and 40 minutes with credits, right? So this is like an yeah. hour and like what? 28 hour, minutes. 28, yeah. Okay. There is a two and a half hour cut of this fucking movie Ugh. with oh, him and Bruce Willis right. just going back and forth. Because yeah. for real, this whole David Caruso thing, it never gets <laughs> fucking explained as to why he's yeah. doing what he's doing. He's that's yeah. his thing. He's the, yeah. the sneaky guy. He's the costume guy. Well, for the rest of the, uh, you hundred percent see Tommy get shot, and for the rest, and yeah. for like in the next hour of the movie, you never see him, he's and no just one gone. mentions him. And so I'm like, where the fuck happened? So, <laughs> like, did he get shot or not? <laughs> I would say my bigger problem with this is that they both should be dead, but instead, Bruce Willis just falls into a chair. Into no, the next no, 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 hold on. See, because here's where this movie can suck my fucking dick and stick a finger up my ass, because that's what it's going to take. He, This is a fucking hard edit. From him yep. falling down into him sitting down into the chair in front of the fucking right. Mario Brothers. And, and I was like, oh, terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's one of the worst movie transitions I've ever seen because yep. it was trying so hard to be like artsy. It was trying failing. really hard. Yeah. Ugh. It was trying really hard to make something visually striking. And instead, Just instead, it made eye diarrhea. Eats shit. This is like if that cop movie with Bruce Willis and I forget the comedian name. If oh, it wasn't Morgan? Kevin Smith, yeah. If it wasn't Kevin Smith directing that fucking movie, this is the movie that Bruce Willis makes. Yep, yep. This, I mean, you're. Right. I think you're so right. Bruce Willis was definitely like, listen, you're directing it, but I have no. I'm directing it. I'm doing I, what I want. I 100 yeah. guarantee you that this is what Bruce Willis thinks is funny, and only him. Yeah. This is probably the jokes that he makes when he's around his friends. So then there, well, yeah, because Candace at this point, he's the biggest fucking thing in Hollywood. So, yes, if you're around Bruce Willis, if you're around, I'm sorry, you're gonna you're tell around him Mr. How, Willis, you're gonna tell you're him you're laughing at whatever yeah. the fuck he's doing. You're like, <laughs> exactly. Yo, that's the greatest fucking harmonica solo I ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> fair. So, yeah, he just they, they never explain how he got to the house or whatever. It's just like a hard cut to him falling back into the chair in the Mario Brothers. Because I watched it twice because I was yeah. like, wait, hold on. Please don't tell me he fucking falls through the roof no. of the hotel and that I, their fucking guys are sitting in. And, and I keep rewinding it because I'm like, fucking dude got shot. And now he's sitting here but, like, do we not see you go to the hospital? Because the man clearly got shot. But if you're listening and you think that that joke is funny, it they'll do it again. And it's yeah. just as fun. Yes. Later. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. 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 So, yeah. So then the, the, the parole officer, this guy Gates, he comes in, right? And he's like, all right. So you stole the fucking dumb horse, right? For me. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Bruce Willis gives it to him, you know? And he just takes it and just busts it over one of the fucking Mario Brothers' head. Smash. And he takes out the, uh, it's a little, it looks like um, these puzzles that they have 
like it's sharper image or something where it's just these three little interconnecting things that you put together to make like a star. Yeah, this is where I was really, really starting to get confused and lose the line of the plot. Because mm-hmm. I said, wait, if he didn't steal it, because I'm like, we're okay, he's got this horse, but then the auction house has a horse too. If he didn't steal well, it, not, how did they yeah. make sure he took the dummy horse and not the real one? Yeah. Did they put a dummy in the I'm watching this again. I'm watching this again for the second time. I was like, wait, where did they get that fucking other horse so quickly? I was like, wait a second. Exactly. Why the fuck do I care? <laughs> Were there two horses the whole time? How did one no, not two. notice it was gone? I, <laughs> I don't know, Candace. So, <clears throat> yeah, he takes the crystal thing. And he's like, aha, you know, we got one of the crystal things, whatever. So Yeah, you know what, by the way, the way that this fucking thing is broken up by Da Vinci... These things aren't fucking fitting in the shit that they're in. Yeah, no, <laughs> no that's true, especially the book. So, so oh my god, yeah, when they were the book, I was like, well, are they going to open it up and there's going to be like a fucking cutout, like a prison thing, like we're fucking Shawshank Redemption, where there's a fucking star shape in the middle of this book? It's like nope. a pop up book, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's in the cover. <laughs> oh man, so uh, no, no, so then the. The, the guy, the PO, is like, hey, where's my cut? And he's like, oh, I'll give you your cut. And then slices his throat. Get it? Oh you know what? The uh, English guy here, also, good part of the movie. That's it. Yeah. True. And he's gone. So, so uh, now Hudson's, like, all suspicious because the news, there's a news report that the horse was not stolen. It's like, ah, there was a, people broke in and fucked yeah. the place up. But nobody's there. And I was like, wait, wait, then what did he take? And right. what's there? So he, he's like, I'm going to go see what's going on at the auction then. So he puts on a tux, goes to the auction, sits down. There's Andy McDowell. And oh, now- wait, hold on. Before we get to this fucking, uh, fucking Echo the Dolphin bitch, <laughs> what does it serve the purpose of anybody in this movie to fake that that thing wasn't stolen? There's not. So, Tim, the reason... Wait, hold on. So, it's wait. So, hold on. So, the uh, Andy McDowell is there to see which one is trying to bid it the highest because the one who's going to be willing to pay the most price, the highest price, is the one who's obviously connected to the Mayfans. Okay. I just answered my own question, which I bet you this fucking movie didn't even tend that to be the real fucking answer. Yeah, who knows? Um, Now, here we get to meet most of the players in the game. We meet Minerva. She's there. Uh, uh, fucking dickhead Darwin's there. The what a great fucking wait! Hold there. on, what a great fucking introduction between Richard Grant mm-hmm. and Sandra Bernhardt. We're going to start the bidding at what five million dollars? Don't, walks... don't skip over the mother of all mullets. Oh yeah, that you gets mean oh, oh, yeah, the candy bars, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've I've just quick question for you, okay? Who? Is Kit Kat working for? Oh, you think he's a double agent? No, I genuinely want to know who is he supposed to be working for. Well, uh, I thought that, I thought there were like a group of mercenaries, right? So there's Kit Kat, Snickers, and Butterfingers, and uh, Almond Joy. Yeah. yeah, who originally were named after the uh, diseases? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and she was named fucking Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Yeah, Ooh, very funny. Or Almond Joy, you get it? Uh, yeah, so they work. They're mercenaries that were hired by who? The Cobra. CIA. Yeah, they were, they were hired by George, George, whatever in in here, played by James Coburn. But 
Yeah, is he? Does he work for the CIA? No. I I don't think he does. Okay. He claims what, to. What's the CIA's relationship with the Mayflowers? I don't know. There you go, folks. <laughs> there is none. The only thing that is that people are just assuming that James Coburn works for the CIA. Yeah, I yeah. literally have in my notes. I'm confused on how the CIA plays into this. Yeah. Because, no, no, at one point he says, uh, he doesn't even say, because he's, like, he's talking about the glory days. So I think he's either retired or he's been yeah. kicked out. Like, no, this I is think- like somebody who would be a guest on Alex Jones, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay, okay. So and then he's, he's like, oh, I started my own thing. This is the MTVIA. And that's when he introduces these fucking morons. Yes. So, like you were saying, though, Darwin, Richard Grant, he, he storms in there to bid on the horse. He's like, $100 million. Uh, and and then, again, as soon uh, as you see him, he's like, you know what? As soon as I saw him, this was like, all right, you know what? There's something in this movie that I can latch on to. I, yeah, can, that guy. I can wait until the next time I see him. And then when Sandra walks in and says, $100 million and $1. Yeah. And then he's like, huh, outbid by my own wench. And then they oh, wiggle God. their tongues they at each other. They wiggle their tongues. Yeah. They're not touching, Candace, so it's okay. So Ugh. now I'm going to do my best to explain what happens, but I'm very confused. So he's like, all right, going once, going twice, sold. And as he says sold and strikes down with the hammer, if you're watching the movie and just going by what you see, it appears that the auctioneer is a bomb because yes. he blows up. <laughs> yep. yes. So we are led to believe in the universe of this movie. This man is maybe some sort of a sentient AI. Wait, that... hold on, hold on. Is this some kind of connection to Last Action Hero with that fart guy? Oh, oh yeah, the maybe. Fart guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the eyeball guy. Because remember, yeah. his, his fake eyes, yes. one of them was a bomb. Yep. So, mm. Uh, maybe Tim, maybe. Uh, so yeah, the the massive explosion, and uh, they. Which, by the, the way, Richard Grant and Sandra Bernhard know because they duck yes. right before he yep. hits the thing. Which I'm like, why would you even be there then? Yeah, there's no Sit reason the back for of them the room. to go in yeah. there. Get a fucking proxy that you're on the fucking phone with, and they go like, "Hey, you know what? An bid, it goes one million, one hundred million dollars. Second, an bid, it goes one million, one hundred million, and one dollars." Plus, what is Bruce Willis even doing there? Why did he go there? Well, he wanted to see the horse that they'd stolen. But why? He was like, "What's going on with this?" Because this, this is weird. how we get to see him in a tuxedo with a yeah. stupid fucking ass collar that's only was popular in the nineties, <laughs> and then this is how we get to meet fucking Horseface. Well, Tim, I hope you're not too pissed about the nineties because we're going to be going back to it here in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to oh, make that announcement? Oh, at the end of the yeah. show, I've got a big announcement about the uh, future of the podcast. So. I hope you like us pissed off. I hope you like Tim pissed off for sure. Yeah. Candace is going to be beside herself. <laughs> so happy. Excited. So then I just, a pillar falls, like it's going to smush uh, Andy McDowell, whose character name is Anne, I guess because it's close to Andy and she couldn't remember. I, yeah, I have no idea. I, oh, I guarantee you. I guarantee okay. you that fucking all her lines were fucking pasted on the guy's fucking forehead in front of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not bad, dude. And so he rescues her, right? 
And as he's like talking to her, oh like, yeah, yeah, she she yeah, you find out that she works for the Vatican. And I never seen this movie before. I put right here, she's a nun. See, Tim. As soon as as soon as uh-huh. they said that she would work for the Vatican, I was like, she's a fucking nun. That's why I say, Tim, you got to be all over this movie. Look, she is an incredibly beautiful woman because mm-hmm. she was she was like a model, right? Before yeah. she started acting, incredibly beautiful you dressed like yes incredibly beautiful hair her face oh her mm. hair is huge yes and yeah. even as a fucking nun she's still fucking hot she cannot act to save her fucking life though i'm sorry <laughs> that's that's fair it that's, is that's fair a yeah good point she's probably the worst actor in this and sandra bernhardt's in it so yes. that's saying something <laughs> so, uh so then he gets knocked out by some i guess they just hung up a sculpture of a unicorn for some reason yeah yeah, yeah and this is where I have out. maybe it's the editing that makes it unfunny. The transitions are too jarring and there either isn't enough time or too much time between scenes. Or they're trying to figure out how to edit a four hour and 35 minute cut of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where Bruce Willis is singing like, hey, Andy, you want to hear a song? Ugh. Because if this is a $65 million 1991 budget, like I said, Terminator was a little, well, not quite double it. And it actually has CGI and big actors and is a good movie. Yep. Where the fuck did the 65 million go? Yeah. To Bruce Willis's budget, I guess. I guess, <laughs> like, yeah. To his pay. <laughs> He's like, no, I want to destroy real artifacts from Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he gets Well, I mean, out. do you see where the scenes are in this movie? You had New York City and now you have Rome. Oh, yeah. And you can we go tell they're actually to Rome. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, that had to cost a lot of fucking so money. He gets knocked out, right? Wakes up. In the only wood panel ambulance I've ever seen. <laughs> it's very bizarre, right? And then, it, so the Mario brothers wake him up like, hey, we're going to kill you now. Get it? Because we, uh, whatever. I guess we don't need you and we know we won't in the future. And this is why your incredibly talented wife picked <laughs> this movie as an action movie, right? Right well, here, there, this scene. Yeah, this is yeah. a good action set piece because he falls out of the back of the... Well, first he drives a hundred syringes into the dude's fucking face. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not sure that's how it works. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Then, then he falls out of the back on the gurney holding on to a sheet. And buddy, if you ever wanted to see the perfect intersection of comedy and action... This right here, yeah. This solid minute and a half. He's holding. He's best. holding on to a blanket that's like stuck in the back of the ambulance, and he's on a gurney. Yep. And so he's they're going like a hundred miles an hour, and he's just like swinging around on the back of this gurney, having the best jokes ever. I will say this: <laughs> this does look good. It does. I was look watching good. it. I was like, "Let me see where the blue screen is," because there's a scene later on with something like, where they're flying in that fucking Da Vinci machine. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" They ran out of money for special effects. This one, it really, really looks yeah. good. I'll give it that. Yeah. It does. But uh, that still doesn't forgive your wife. Get a divorce. I guarantee you. <laughs> show the judge's fucking movie as her judgment, and you'll get those kids. That's yeah. Jesus. You know what? You might. You might be right, Tim. 
So he's being drugged behind this thing. And I like he just reaches over and grabs a cigarette from somebody. No, some lady just throws it out. Oh, right, right. Takes a puff out of it. Which, by the way, this is the same bridge from fucking Escape from New York. Hmm. The 59th Street Bridge. Gotcha. So... He, you see, your wife thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah he takes it. A, takes a drag off of it, and he's like, "Ugh, menthol," and flips it Bloody away. Bloody bitch! Recorded in front of a live audience. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. A very good audience of one. Uh, but then yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So then, after he does that bullshit with the fucking stupid cigarette, he just keeps with the bad lines. He's all like, uh, uh, Ooh, hey, it's a menthol. How's, how's my driving? Call 1 900. I'm gonna die. Oh my god, I'm like, you uh, know what? The most aggressively unfunny thing I've ever and seen. Then, yeah, and then the, the last Catherine. thing that anybody would ever fucking say in a situation like this. I don't care if you're that fucking kind of narcissistic fucking asshole who believes there's always a fucking camera on you. Nobody would fucking say this in this situation. Damn. And this whole time, I'm still trying to get in the headspace of the movie and mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is nope. just live action There's no cartoon. headspace, Karen. There's no headspace because the movie's all up funny. its fucking ass. Yeah, yeah, it's still not funny. We got to figure out what drugs Willis was on. That's how you get in that headspace. Oh, he was on the Bruce Willis drug. I guarantee you that, which is stronger <laughs> than the cocaine. What's great is then he gets to the toll and he's like, fuck, exact change. <laughs> See, Tim, you like this one. Yeah, I like this because this is like, this is a swipe of big government, right? See, look. Yeah, yeah. They don't care what the fuck's happening to you. You're still going to pay. Yeah. So he reaches and grabs change, tosses it, and then the fucking gate lifts up. You know what? You know what so movie did a that's better? That's not how a toll book works in New York. But go ahead. Uh, you know what movie does it better? The joke about how New Yorkers don't give a fuck what's happening around them. Last Anything? Action Hero. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they make the exact same joke, fucking ten times better. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, so anyway, then they they wreck the ambulance. It blows up in midair. Looks fantastic. Watching it right yes. now on my other it screen. Does, yeah, I think it this, does is, look good. this is for action. This is the best part of the movie. This 100%. is the action set piece of this fucking movie, right? There's nothing 100%, else. Yeah, 100%. So then his his gurney ends up like under the bridge. Just, mm-hmm. just so happens to drop in on the candy bar crew. That's where they drew some blood. Was, oh, Candace, <laughs> I was just going to say that's what they were Anthony. <laughs> 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 oh man! I was trying to, I was trying to figure with a sock thinking, on his cock. I was thinking it. furiously about how I could work some lyrics into this. <laughs> yeah. So he he gets to meet all of them, and they're like, "Hey, we're the whatever. We work for the whatever. Who cares? It's story, but but no one cares." Yeah. I like they just shock him for no reason. It's like, uh, like, yeah, oh. they got the shit from fucking Jurassic Park, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, this and, is where I have a. I should make cards that say "I'm candy and you are not dreaming." Oh God! So now yeah. in this movie, I have little jokes for all of his cards <laughs> for me. Like a Kit Kat, Kit Kat doesn't talk. So they, yeah, so they he just, uses cards. He has little cards printed out for everything he needs to yeah, say. So it's very appropriate fun. for everything that he needs to say. See? Oh, in Butterfinger, the big tough guy, he's clumsy. And he's got bowel problems. Oh yeah, because he comes out of the fucking toilet. <laughs> he's in the uh, porta john that he tipped only, over. He's the only person whose like nickname, their candy bar nickname, matches their character. Yes. 
Which makes no sense. Yeah. Why not have all of them or none of them match the character? Um, Why just one? Yeah. So, Candace, what would you name them? I I don't know. Milky Way or something? Yeah. I don't know. Is there, like, stupid, <laughs> dickhead, <laughs> dumbass, uh, <laughs> dude from CSI? Name, uh, <laughs> name Almond Joy Cadbury. Cadbury? Yeah, because Cadbury's a good name. That's, yeah, it sounds good. Then, plus, you could pass it off as kind of a real name. True, true, yeah. So they're talking to him, and then then Boss Man comes out, who's in charge of this this whole operation. Our man, what's his character's fucking name? George. So he's like, yeah, we, uh, you know, we're not done with you. We need you. And they, they wheel like a steamer trunk oh, behind him. And this is where I have, <sighs> wow, what a smooth, non-intrusive way to introduce a character. I'm the guy who got you thrown in prison for 10 years. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. He's like, who are you? I've never seen you before. He's like, yeah. Exactly. He's like, oh, wait. Oh, you're that guy, George. I'm like, how the fuck do you even know that? Yeah. So he wakes up in just some building. I'm telling you, there's a three-hour cut of this fucking in, movie somewhere. In Italy. And they they pick him up in a limo, and they take him to this M shaped building. Which, <sighs> why didn't you just drop him off at that building? Well, is yeah. it an M shaped building? If you come from the south, isn't it a W? That's a good point. Yeah, it's either oh, the Mario power. or oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That makes them the Wario's to the Mario Brothers. <gasps> Oh, they yeah. did come over on the Mayfair, right? Yeah. The yeah. Mayflower. Yeah. Mario and Wario did come on the Mayflower. That's a good point, Tim. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they drive his ass over there. And they're like, listen, buddy, we need you to go in to the Vatican and steal the uh, Leonardo da Vinci's codex. <sighs> oh, and he's also getting the bunny treatment, which he seems to like. Yeah, bunny ball ball. Yeah, bunny ball ball. Because Sandra Bernhardt's got this shitty little dog that they're playing, you know, fetch with. Named oh, bunny. bunny ball ball. But the dog so far has been established that he's picking these balls up in his mouth mm-hmm. and holding them down and bringing them somewhere. Right? Yeah. Yep. He's not licking or sucking the fucking balls. <laughs> well, but this dog goes down on Bruce Willis, it's and been... Bruce Willis comes. Yep. He's like, it's a good thing I put peanut butter up my asshole. <laughs> he even makes a joke about how that's the most action he's got since he left prison. I was, I was gonna say, yeah, almost. Two, I just need two more minutes. Yeah, I was I'm like, gonna, dude, if that's what you're into, you don't need two more minutes. I was gonna say, Tim, the dog doesn't need to lick or suck. The, the guy, it's ten years since he's had anything. <laughs> down there. And they have their weird little like parlor room area with the the, the United Colors of Benetton group of, of villains in there and i gotta say in this one though david caruso uh looking very rick astley yes isn't he he does he Maybe could he oh man disguising himself he's, oh man, if he did a fucking rick roll at this time that would fucking blow people's minds that'd be pretty good yeah, yeah. so yeah they they cuff him behind his back with like that game simon between two <sighs> handcuffs does it does this come back to play at all in this movie? No, not at all. Everything's just <laughs> any room where there's like you can put stupidity or something weird or dumb, they just do that. But uh, can you, are you sitting in the fucking movie theater in 1991 after seeing Die Hard 1 and 2 and the fucking look who's talking going, oh, that's a Simon Says handcuff? I guess. Is yeah. that funny? 
I guess so. So they tell him, yeah, you got to go steal this thing. He's like, all right, fine. Goes to case out the Vatican. Now, one of my favorite characters in this, this little girl beating the shit out of her <laughs> elephant. Oh, I remember, now, this is Angela from uh, Sleepaway Camp. It does look like her. <laughs> oh, it's so true, Tim. Before they went to Sleepaway Camp, they went to the Vatican. Uh-huh. Fair. So then they're giving, you know, there's this tour coming where they're talking about, oh, yeah, and Andy McDowell, she's the uh, tour guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, fake advertisement. Why aren't you in your fucking uniform, lady? Yeah, why? But she's yeah. so modestly dressed at the same time. It's true. No, she's always showing leg. Oh, yeah, a little bit of leg been showed off. Wait, there. I went to Catholic school. I never saw fucking nuns show that much leg. So Wish Bruce, they did. Bruce Willis' oh, move yeah. is he steals the little girl's elephant and throws it at the Codex just to see what kind of security they have, I guess. Yep. And it's the most confusing contraption okay. that drops down. Yeah. Okay, first of all, if you are not Danny Aiello, you can squeeze out of that fucking cage. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all, that's all you. The rest of this movie is that he looks at Danny Aiello and goes, hey, I, I, I already forgot. You're not even in this movie. But yeah. hey, if my ex-partner was here, he'd have a tough time getting through that cage. Yeah. That's easy. It's You can walk through the yeah. bars or walk through the fucking top part of the cage. But they also, and apparently this is part of their security measure. Oh, yes, that's right. They release, kill gas. Yeah. They release gas into a crowd <laughs> of innocent people. Well, there's only two. Two fucking <laughs> two, two gas masks, masks for the yeah. guards, and out, it's outside the fucking exhibit. <laughs> yeah, and so Andy McDowell goes over to, to fucking museum in Vivaldi. <laughs> Damn, sorry. Goes over to Hudson Hawk and is like, "Oh, I got to rescue you specifically. Let's go." <laughs> Takes him to the subway underneath the Vatican. Yeah, because there's a mail passage, right? Yeah, the Vatican's got a substation down there. Oh. And they're the being followed. Yeah, yeah, just for like Christmas cards and stuff. And then they turn around, they notice that they're being followed. Holy shit, she's going out there. By a uh, Kit Kat, who's now two people. No, 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 no. Hold on. I have written down ways. Is that the fucking parents of the twins from the Matrix Part 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's not Kit Kat. Those are two different fucking people who are following him. And yeah, I'm like, they're twins. How did yeah. they find this fucking uh, secret entrance? I mean, dude, if you're going to cast David Caruso and you're going to cast twins, just find twins that don't look like David Caruso. Exactly. That's true. Well, no, he's a ginger in this movie. Well, no, he's wait. First, he starts off with ginger. Then he goes brunette. Then he goes stone. He was stone face in this fucking movie, man. (laughs) He did. He did go stone. (laughs) That's racist against trolls. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. I think the Andy McDowell outfit for him was the best, though. I I think I think we can all settle on that. It is because I was for real. Thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) She gets a call on the Pope phone (laughs) now. Because he's got intercoms built into like crosses. Into the crosses, which, you know what? All right. Kind of a clever idea. I like that because as soon as somebody like starts to think about doing something, that thing goes off. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's something. So she goes up to meet with the Pope. No, no it's a cardinal. Pope. Yeah. Oh, cardinal. He's cardinal. Yeah. Uh, and he's whatever. the he's the old German scary, scary German guy from Monster Squad. Yo, this dude yeah. has played every fucking ethnicity in the fucking world, right? He's like a Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. But this, yeah, he looks like Rawhide. It does he's look like He's got that rawhide. really like taut skin, taut yeah. like dark colored skin. 
Uh, so she meets with him and, and he's like, listen, you're supposed to be following this Hudson Hawk character, not trying to fuck him. So, and you know, at this point, I'm like, really, really, Bishop, for the stakes that are on the line, she can't fuck this guy. She can't even give him a handy or something. Well, what the stakes that are in this fucking movie? What stakes? The, the, all they know is the codex is going to get stolen. That's it. That's a pretty big thing because it's in the Vatican, right? And the Vatican is put up pirates and terrorists. So, you know what? Hey, nun, take one for the fucking team. Blow Hudson Hawk. Don't let him fucking seal the codex. Yeah, I mean, bigger things are at stake here than, you know, one Plus, of you know, the you Catholic bitch, go to fucking confession. Then that's okay. Everything's all right on that's, Wednesday. That's exactly. Point. Or just hire a prostitute. I mean, you're in Italy. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Vatican. Yeah, there's got to be prostitutes in the Vatican, right? <laughs> so, 100%. Yeah, so Hudson sneaks his way out, uh, runs into Butterfinger, beats the shit out of him, knocks his front tooth out, which is always fun. <sighs> but he gets the the rest of the crew gets gets the drop on him. You know, it's like, hey, we uh, what the fuck you you doing here, man? You're supposed to be stealing that shit. And he's like, yeah, I know it was case in the joint. They're like, okay, well, you're going to steal it tonight. We've moved the timeline up. Wait, hold on. Let me get it. Hold on. I lost my lo- notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Here I am. Oh, fuck this movie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, no, you got to, we got to move your timeline up. You got to, you got to steal it tonight, period. Oh, okay. yeah. I think this is, uh, I didn't put down the exact note. But David Caruso puts a uh, Kit Kat puts another note in front of his face, and it says like "Beware the blue something yes, or another." The blue wire, Beware which the blue again, where is the payoff what... of this? How is this explained? I mean, there's a we payoff. See... This is well, there's a payoff, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. Yeah, for no reason. There's a payoff. He's just like, oh, a blue wire. They were they were right. Anyhow, and my little my little message for that is "Beware the blue cookie monster bra." Oh, (laughs) for the monsters, this holds back. So, and then, and Andy McDowell also, he, he set up to have a date, have dinner with her at like 1030 at night. Oh, that's a fuck date, right? That's a fuck date. hundred percent. You mean 1030 at night? Come on. Yeah. That's a quick drink. If I'm, if I don't say anything that you don't like, if you, if you don't do anything I don't like, we're going back to my apartment. Yeah. Then when he's yelling, by the way, Bruce Willis is yelling at them when they're leaving, and Kit Kat's just standing behind him, like miming everything oh, that he does. This is what I have written down. It's like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, I don't know. Being annoying. No, because it's the first time we see him doing this. Yeah. And the last. No. No? No, because after this, we get the Andy McDowell impersonation. After this, we get the fucking stone oh, face. right, This right. is the first instant where David Caruso but, is doing the fucking mimic thing. Right, but in those ones, he's just dressed like them. He's not, like, mimicking Andy McDowell's movements. That's very bizarre. No, yeah, he's mimicking so, fucking uh, Bruce Willis like it's fucking that Korean movie Three Iron, which, if anybody gets that, that's a fucking a month of uh, scription on me. <laughs> I'll pay for 10 bucks for you. <laughs> so he sneaks into the Vatican that night and uh, he's like, okay, I got to figure out what the security is here. So he sprays laser detector spray. Oh, did you guys see what the security <sighs> guards were eating? Oh, this yeah, was, yeah. This was the Getting joke that made thermos. me laugh. Yeah. That this was pretty was funny. The that made me laugh. This yes. broke <laughs> Spaghetti in a, fir- in a yeah, little thermos, thermos cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bumps it off. Those damn Italians. Uh, <laughs> they love their Italians. spaghetti. 
Plus, he's, he actually has a metal fork with him, too. It's not even plastic. Yeah. Well, he takes his spaghetti seriously, Tim. <laughs> Don't you have to break it to put in that thermos? Oh. Yeah. Oof. That's... You fit twice as much in. Yeah. So Man, that might Bruce... get us, you know, cut off the internet. Bruce snags two like of the dirtiest mirrors I've ever seen off of a wall. Uh, no, it's some kind of like fucking the mirror is part of a fucking ex- art exposition. And he takes it off and it's a mirror that's also a mirror on the back. Yeah. That How does that weird. work? What, what's Badly? the point of that? You have a you have mirror f- f- facing front and back and you put it on a fucking wall. Yeah, I don't know, Tim. I don't really get the point of it. <laughs> so he takes those, uses it to block the lasers, goes over, uses some acid to melt through the plexiglass. And then, yeah, you're right, Tim. It's There's just like one individual blue wire under the book. Mm-hmm. And he's like, shit. And he was right. There is a blue wire. And then we don't even see what he does to the blue wire to nothing. get past the blue wire. He does nothing, Tim, because what he does is he... T- oh, that's right, because he needed a pocket, pocket fisherman pocket from Ronco. Fisherman, yep. Yep. Uh, another 90s reference for you. Actually, that's older, isn't it? That's 80s. I think that's, I think that's the 80s. By the yeah, 90s, no yeah. one knows who a fucking pocket fisherman is. Yeah, that's fair. Everybody had a fucking Tamaguchi. Tamaguchi? You mean a Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. You're thinking of Christina Yamaguchi and Tamagotchi. <laughs> oh, you know what? Well, if you didn't feed her, she couldn't get her fucking ice skates going. <laughs> See, I got the Tanya Harding toy. That beats the shit out of it, man. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. I worked at a mall in Raleigh, North Carolina, and Christina Yamaguchi lived there. So her little shithead kids would, like, run rampant in that fucking mall. Candace, like, this they is were the, assholes. This is the weirdest connection you and I have, by the way. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, because I used to go to the uh, Rose Garden Mall in Portland, Oregon, where Tanya Harding used to skate all the time. Oh, really? God, that's tenuous at best. What? Tanya Harding and Yamaguchi. Well, she was fucking yeah. yeah that's close enough. Era. They both did the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Tim. Well, look, we're all connected because we all seen a fireman, right? <laughs> that's also true my god we have so much in common yeah we really family. do so willis he ties the fishing line to it a security guard goes down to check out what's going on with the mirrors and so this is he... part of the plan sure and as soon as he steps on it he reels it up real quick and the security guard gets locked up and gassed so he's dead so yeah <laughs> bruce willis climbs on the roof and <laughs> fucking Bucks up the antenna, the TV antenna. For the Pope, yeah. And the Pope gets pissed because he's trying to watch Mr. Ed. <laughs> this is pretty funny. You got to admit. That no, should be a satanic show not. for the Pope. What are you talking about? Come on. A fucking, fucking animal talking? talking yeah. The last time an animal talked, we got kicked out of the fucking Garden of Eden. No, the last time an animal talked, it got sent into the fucking ocean. Jesus did because he said that it was possessed by demons. That's where Legion All comes the pigs, from. right? Yeah. Did the whale ever talk to the uh, what's his name? No, no, it didn't. It no, just the whale just him. burped. <laughs> just ate him. <laughs> oh man! So that's in your book, people, and you believe it to be true. Go ahead. Yes, Tim. I know. We I don't know, get just... really political or religious here. Okay. Yeah, we never. I know, that's that. not our thing. Yes. Yeah, that's I. I personally listen to uh, that Ashes podcast. I personally don't cotton to that shit. So he escapes by jumping on a, a chicken tour bus, which I didn't know they gave chickens tours in the Vatican. 
it's, it's pretty funny. Maybe these are all the chickens that get poured in by uh, various presidents for chicken day or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe there is some like Catholic holiday where you eat chickens and the Pope like pardons chickens each year. It's like Friday, because you can't eat turkey. fish, so everybody's no. got to eat chicken. <laughs> he got. They got the the message confused because all of the the priests said that they were chicken lovers, but they didn't realize. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. They went, my God! No, no, no. We went, hold on. Yeah, we're a bunch of chicken hawks over yep, here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, what do you mean, they, my God, Candace, for real. <laughs> look, I'm not the one fucking the kids. Okay, the yeah. priests are. All right. That's on Which, him. by the way, you know what? I will say this. The one thing you got to get the Catholic Church for is right now is they got some great PR because they got that shit out of the headlines. Even that shit's still it's going true. on. They're yeah. still paying for it, but you don't hear about it too much. Yeah. yeah. Hats off to them, man. So, oh, I'm going to go back to it. Uh, the guards here, what are they guarding Ep- Epstein? Anyhow, so he jumps off. Of, <laughs> that's how inept they all are. So he jumps off of the chicken party bus. And lands in the chair to have dinner with Andy McDowell. They again, is this a, again another hard cut with this fucking bullshit? Where yep. it's like, well, no, this yeah. one makes sense though because he actually did land it and he had feathers. Remember, he like coughed out feathers, yeah, it's like, like a oh Looney Tune. Oh my god, yes, and it's funny. Andy yeah. McDowell's incredible, realistic, human-like yeah. reaction. To she's this. like, yeah. she looks at him and she's like, "What were you out sucking cock?" And he's like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> goes, I swear to you, I wasn't. <laughs> Look, I don't swallow. She takes him home to give him like <laughs> the, the lamest back rub I've ever seen. Oh my! She yeah, just, like, and he is talking his way. Hold out on, hold pussy. on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, this might be the lamest back rub you ever seen, but still, it's done by Andy McDowell. So yeah, but it doesn't have ta- to be great. He's talking his way out of pussy in this scene because yeah. this is when he says that the most action he's seen was a dog licking his balls. She might be like, into that. <laughs> That's not something well, you this is throw so out there on the first like, date. Look, honey, my dick is so hard. My balls are so full. You're here. You're already massaging my back. You are obligated now to take care of the rest. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean, it is. this is Italy. You could get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And you just have to go to confession on Wednesday. Catholic girls got it the best. They really do, man. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You just got to confess it. That's a that's a good move, man. Whoever came up with that whole confession thing, that was a good move. It was. You know, it's a great thing too. That's uh, that I I found uh, not funny about this movie. It's like where she goes to the confession and it's that guy, the priest, that yeah. she's confessing to. Yeah, it knows it's her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he knows it's her, and she's like, "Oh, I did this, I did that. I, uh, I almost got six people killed. I uh, committed uh, fraud. I yeah. uh, stole identity, and uh, I kind of like made out with somebody, and that's what driving her crazy." Yeah, yeah, that's that's too far. So they're in the room about to to fuck, and then the uh, the Pope phone goes off again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, "Fuck, I gotta go." He's like, "Well, hold on, hold on a minute." And when he stands up, the that giant Kodak falls out of his pocket. And she's well, like, yeah, because you can't have two points. You did. <laughs> That's why his dick was so hard, it stretched the pocket. So that fucking <laughs> yeah. thing fell out. <laughs> so then, yeah, she's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I stole that. She's like, oh, well. How could you? 
Yeah, why, why would you do that to Which, me? by the way, the previous scene we see, she's going to this priest going like, I know for 110% he's going to steal this fucking book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how they're in bed with the CIA. I'm like, why? See, look, why is the Vatican this- in bed with the CIA who's in bed with the Mayfairs? Why? Speaking of being in bed, Candace, this is why it's important not to be a fucking virgin trying to do shit in the real fucking world. If she would have not been a fucking cherry nun, she would realize she was sitting on his fucking hardcover book, not a fucking hard dick or his ass while she was getting a massage. Where did he have that book the entire time? It was in his pocket. It's a big ass fucking thing. I know. Switching down his erection. That's the joke, too. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, maybe he had the he bought the pocket version of Da Vinci's Kodak. So. <laughs> So she finally, she's like, all right, well, how about if I make you a cappuccino? And he's like, oh, yeah, that joke in the movie. Let's do that again. Yeah. <sighs> she makes Making a big deal out of a cappuccino. Why? Don't know. And he, he takes- No, because back then, cappuccinos were like quiche. Because oh, I don't even point, know what that means. Danny Aiello says, oh, the most in-masculine drink that you could ever drink, a cappuccino. Right. Oh. right. That's where he gets it in the car and then he spills it on himself. So See, this is like, this is the joke. If, that's, if this time, this is like eating quiche or taking Prozac. Prozac, Jesus. <laughs> that was a jump. Yeah. Well, no, that was a, the, for a while, those were big tropes in fucking movies where people made fun of shit like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the quiche one. I don't don't so much remember. I guess the cappuccino one. Yeah. Uh, so he takes a drink out of it though. Looks up with a little of the foam on his face. That's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And then she's like, "Yeah, I, <sighs> I drugged you." And he's like, "What?" And then he falls, passes out. And then dude just fucking busts in through the door. <laughs> and and uh, it's uh, what's his name, Butterfinger, right? And mm-hmm. then they're all like. Where is he? She's like, I got him. Cool. So now they take her to a castle? Yeah. Da Vinci's castle, right? And this is where I was just completely fucking lost because why are they working together? Yes, exactly. But somehow the Vatican doesn't know that the CIA is working with the Mayfairs. Right. So they're working together to, to steal the book. That they have access to. They already have. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is like some white fire shit. This is so, so insane. It's so well written. That's Bruce Willis. Hats off to you for writing this one, buddy. Just really, just fantastic. It's like he wrote it today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll bet. You know what? I'll bet he could write it just as good today. I bet he just has that he talent. Might yeah, might even be better. Might be more coherent. He, he makes some good while hunting now. Um, so yeah, they 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 bring her to the castle to talk to her, and I, I, and this is when Kit Kat's dressed like her for no reason. Oh yeah, they said escort her home. Right. Yeah, it's like, and he's like holding her elbow, like literally pulling her along, and he's dressed exactly like her. Yeah. So yeah. he has to protect her to and look like her. That's the only like, way. Right, look. Right, they have to look. Listen, no explanation in this fucking hour and forty minute cut. You've got to sneak her back to the Vatican, right? But you don't want to arouse suspicion. So the best way to so do dress that her up like a nun is to have David Caruso dress up like her <laughs> and walk there with her. Yeah, he, he's not even trying to act like a woman, like move like one. He's just David Caruso clomping around and he like heels in a dress. Like yeah. why? So if you ever wanted to see David Caruso in a dress. 
I mean, this is your movie. I'm sure that's someone's king. This and Kings of New York might be my two favorite David Caruso movies. <laughs> this and Kings of New York. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, yeah, that, that, it finds itself in a rarefied air then, Tim, on your shelf. Uh, so yeah, he escorts her back to the to the Vatican. She she gets in her nun getup, and uh, this is looks she hot. Confesses to the priest about everything, and he's like, "All right, fifteen Hail Marys. Meet me outside in five minutes." Right. <sighs> I want to mention here. Fuck you want, and just have to do fifteen Hail Marys. What uh-huh. a bargain. And this is where I want to mention that as I was writing my notes, I had like two pages and then I get to this third page and there's long gaps where I just yep. don't have yeah, anything certain point down. I just got to tell you right now, suck my dick movie, fuck this shit, come the fuck on. I'm like, and I then, can remember that. And then there's literally a certain point a this little bit past so this where I actually stopped typing mid-word. Wow. I didn't even finish the word. I just closed my Chromebook and I just <laughs> let it be. <laughs> so I, I, it's so great that you, you point that out, Candace, because I'll read verbatim the notes that I have. She goes to the confession with the priest. They go over some of the story. I really don't care. Anyhow, now we're back with the Mayflowers. Yeah. The (laughs) best part of this movie. Yeah. When the two of them are on screen, it is the best part of the movie. That's it. Oh, man. So then they cut open the codex, right? And take out this piece that would not fit. That's in the binding of the book, I guess. This is truly magical, yes. If anybody could figure it out, it would have been Da Vinci, right? And they've got Hudson Hawk there. They're talking to him. They're like, listen, here's what our motive is. Here's what we want to do. We want to use that to make so much gold that it <laughs> destroys the world economy. For shits and giggles. Yeah. Yep. Because he he made his first billion dollars at 19. So, oh, I mean, bored. what else yep. do you do? Yeah. And this is where I have a note. Um, there's another movie that had the villain be self-aware about the fact that they're the villain in the story. And so they're over the top. It's Last Action Hero. Yes. And Charles yes. Dance did it 10 times better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, no. Come on. For real. No. They're the best Tim. part of the movie. I mean, they might be the best part of this movie, but they do not put a candle to Charles oh, Dance no, not, last no, action yes, hero. I agree with you, yes, but I mean, like I said, I think both of them are the only ones who know what movie they ran and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So they, they cut, Charles Dance does have it, yes. They cut the puzzle piece out, then they shoot the twins in the head for no reason. Because and, he was joking, and then his sister was just like, hey, okay, now, fuck it. Do it. And while this is happening, Hudson Hawk steals something. Yes, yeah. I have written down. What the fuck did he just take? It's like a little gargoyle yeah. head. And if thing. and why wouldn't you better guard someone who's a notorious thief? Yeah. And well, why not wouldn't you? Since she they calls leave? him out, she's like, yeah. "Hey, get away from that stuff!" It's yeah. Like, oh, I just looking around. Search him. And, Search his ass. But then he learns. Well, they need you to steal the third piece. So he's like, "I can do whatever I want," and he starts fucking oh, Sandra Bernhardt. Just dry humping, <laughs> he's grabbing her from behind, just pounding She's loving her out. It. She's, I'm like, yeah. if this is any other movie, he'd be locked in a room for 17 years. <laughs> and dude bro gets very possessive and oh, jealous. Yeah. yeah, he's like, look, don't be fucking Sandra Bernhardt. Don't you fuck my sister, that's nope. my job. <laughs> don't fuck the hottest chick in Italy, Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Alfie even though I have a British it. accent and she doesn't, but we're siblings. Yeah. And Alfred. <laughs> well, I think, I, well, look, maybe the whole thing is explained like they grew up in separate continents, right? She grew up in Brooklyn. He grew oh. up in uh, Brookshire. Or maybe they pulled he's... a kickboxer. Or maybe he's does maybe he's not British. Maybe he's got like that transatlantic accent, you know, like a Kelsey Grammer or a. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It could oh. be a Boston I mean, guy. If you're like, making a billion dollars at nineteen, you're traveling all over the world. Like so. Catherine Hepburn. Fair, yeah, fair. Uh, so, so then Alfred, who's their butler, that has Assassin's Creed blades. Yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed. This is like more Mortal Kombat. He's got the hidden blade. Yeah, yeah the, the Baraka kind of. Thing. Anyhow, he, he uh, does the Vulcan nerve pinch on Hudson Hawk. Because <laughs> I guess he can just do that. It's a thing, yeah. By the way, he never does it again. Even nope. when he very much should be doing it again a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because it seems very, very, very useful. So they're like, listen, we're going to cut your balls off unless you go steal the thing for us. <laughs> yeah, because he goes, oh, I found the one thing that you're not going to need to steal. I was like, wait a second. If you castrate him, he's going to be in the hospital for a while. Yeah, he's going to be out of commission for a few days at least. And these yeah. guys, even though they're not on a timeline, they seem like they're in a hurry. Yeah, plus he's going to throw his balance off while he's trying to do shit. So <laughs> That's true. you got to yeah. acclimate. <laughs> They're going to have him like, you have to jump off of this thing. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't have the, the nuts to do it, I guess. Oh, maybe now when he does, when he throws that fucking rope across the thing, he can do that fucking thing that happened in the Super Bowl with the guy fucking bouncing up and down that fucking uh, elastic wire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he does have the line like, I always wanted mm-hmm. to sing like Frankie Valley. Go for it. <sighs> yeah, well. Jesus yeah. Christ. Frankie Valley joke in 1991. Yep. <laughs> They're staying topical, too. <laughs> okay. A 40 year old joke <laughs> yeah. at that time. That's pretty bad, man. So, yeah, they. Uh, they're like, all right, so we got to get the last piece of it, you know, because we're going to ruin the world. And that's in uh, one of the model helicopter prototypes of Da Vinci's, which is currently in the Louvre. Right. Uh, see, all I'm thinking too is like, dudes, all right, take the shit that you need out of it, but try to like keep it a little like near mint. Oh, so that's because you can still fucking sell that goddamn thing, right? That's another location gold. they go to. They go from New York City to Rome to Paris. Yeah. Because yeah, he says, "Oh, you mean the Louvre in Paris? It's in the Louvre in Paris." And he's like, "Oh, I thought you meant the Louvre in Detroit or whatever." <laughs> uh, what a funny yeah, guy. That's where their fucking budget went. To locations? Yes. Yeah. So maybe it's like how Adam Sandler likes to just go on vacations mm, to film yep. his shit, but the difference is Sandler has his own production company and money. So yeah. So it's okay. And there might be something funny in a Sandler movie? Oh, may- maybe. I know yeah. that there's that one where the deer pisses on him and his wife uh, while they're sleeping in the opening scene. That seems funny uh, than a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it does. They're like, he's like, I'm not going to do it. I would ask you what movie, but I really don't care. That was Grown Ups. So he, he's like, all right, I'm not going to do that. You're going to have to fucking kill me or whatever. And and they're like, well, we will. And he's like, well, I'm still not going to do it. And they're like, all right, fine. So remember like an hour and a half ago in the podcast, we were talking about his buddy, Tommy, that died yeah, jumping off of the that, building. Yeah, that was clearly shot because I rewound it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they bring him out. 
He's here. He's fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. Yeah. And they're outside speculating, like, ooh, I bet they're having beers and, and being best friends. And you get and then they just bust oh. out of the window. Oh my god, no. They they're like, Oh, I bet they're up there being best friends. Isn't this when like one of the henchmen says, Do you want me to rape them? Yes. Butterfinger is like, uh, yes. do you want me to go rape them? Butterfinger out of nowhere. Like, the henchmen are just chilling in their car, like, just keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Oh, in nowhere, their little tiny, tiny car, yes. Yeah, the Butterfingers goes, do you want me to rape them? The yes, th- that's the other note I have written down. I have such a gap in my fucking notes. I was written down, what? Rape? And then, Wait, rape is a fucking threat in this movie? And then Kit Kat <laughs> hands him a card that says, give me a break. <laughs> So funny. And then they tell him to read his book. Yeah. And it's like Midnight Rabbit or something. <laughs> no, it's it's one fish, two fish. And he's reading it out loud. And then they're like, Can you read it to yourself, idiot? You moron. Well, you know, she should be called Mounds because I'm enjoying God nuts. The fact that they were not shocked that he asked if he should rape them means he's done that multiple times. Yes. That's his go to thing. Yeah. That's what that's his specialty. Kit Kat is the disguise person. Oh, we need him why? in a fucking uh, a Mortal Kombat fucking. Is that game. why he's yeah. really called Butterfingers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time he had to improvise. All they had was butter, so <laughs> enhanced interrogation techniques were were on display. So yeah, they go flying out of the fucking window, fighting. And he's just beating the piss out of Tommy, and they're like, "What the fuck? You know, you you idiot! You sold me out! You <sighs> fucking over! Blah blah blah." And they're both holding this gun, and they just run over toward the ledge, jump off of it, fall on the ground, roll down the stairs. Like, it's crazy how long they're fucking doing this. And then, dude, Tommy just gets shot, bam, right in the gut. Yeah, opened up an old wound. That's what Uh, happened. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Do these people, do, does Danny Aiello, Diana, Danielle, Danny Aiello and Bruce Willis have any chemistry together? No. Like sexual tension? No. It's just like, why would these two be friends? There's a oh, big age gap. They, the way that they act with each other, it's just not explained in the movie yeah. at all. They something act like, like they don't this like is each my other. Uncle, you know, something like that. If it, if it's explained, this is my uncle, okay? Or even not my uncle. You know, when I was a young fucking street urchin, he fucking took me out of the street and stopped me from fucking prostitution or some shit like that. And now we're friends like that. But there's nothing explained and it no. just doesn't pay off. No. No. But thankfully, even though he gets shot and he's bleeding out, immediately an ambulance. This is the best up. part of the movie. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to die. <laughs> no, immediately an ambulance pulls up, grabs them both, loads them uh, up, and drives away. Like, damn, that's fast. I wish we had that kind of health care in America. Well, I mean, come on. They got Jesus on their side. So yeah. they got that call 10 minutes before it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the ambulance pulls up into a into the back of a flatbed truck. Then it, when it comes out, it's a ship. So it can go into the water level. <laughs> to get to the Mario Brothers. Right, right. <laughs> well, we've got the Mario Brothers, so you got to have Spy Hunter, right? Mm. And they keep just... By the way, they keep bringing up Nintendo, too. He's like, I, I don't know what a Nintendo is. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo and E.T. Yeah. So they get to their destination. Turns out, hey, they faked the whole fight. It was catch-up. And, oh, earlier oh, when they're having dinner... Oh, God. Yes, he orders fucking catch-up joke. Pasta <sighs> with Alfredo and sauce and, and uh, uh, mushrooms and, and catch-up. And the waiter goes crazy, like he's in Italy saying, can you break my spaghetti for me? And then Andy McDowell just goes, just do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the man. He'll kill you all. I will go Karen on all of you. So, yeah, then he's like, hey, guess what? That blood was just catch up. I'm fine. Uh, let's go. So they they leave. And Hudson, they're, they're over at Anne's trying to stay safe, right? So Hudson's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm going to so fuck I just, you. I just thought of another oh, thing. Oh, that, yes. I just thought of another thing that makes no sense. Why even bring Tommy back? He was already going to get away. Like, Bruce Willis was already being like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, he was going to get away. Well, no, no, hold on. Yeah, because this is the stupidest fucking thing. Because at this point, after the ambulance thing, and they find out, oh, everybody's cool. They say, uh, Enemy Dallas says, oh, as far as everybody's concerned, you're in jail and Danny Aiello is dead. I'm like, wait a second. If they were for the CIA, if the Mayflayers have this kind of power, mm-hmm. they can know that he's not in fucking jail. Right. There's no fucking extra body in the fucking morgue. Yeah. Why don't they just leave? I mean, I think they're planning on that. But first, they're going to crash for the night. So we can have him try to bang her and her just be like, uh, no, not going to no, do that. No, there's nothing better than trying to fuck a nun 10 feet away from your fucking 58-year-old fucking friend. <laughs> the first time it's gonna be the first nut you bust outside of the fucking prison walls you want your friend with you well i mean to be fair like when he was in prison he was probably having sex with people in the same room yeah you know so he might have got if he's been in there like oh hold on let's see let's do the math yep was in there for 10 years he's Mm -hmm. been in there for since et this is 91 so that's how long 81 he said 10 years wow Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? Fuck it, Eddie. I wouldn't care if you were eight feet away from me. I'd still do it after 10 years. Yeah. Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask if you'd still do it if it was Andy McDowell. Yes, as long as you shut the fuck up. No. I want to make a squeal like a fucking dolphin. <laughs> oh, no. She's like a squeaky boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, look, we just need some lubrication. That's going to take care of the whole problem. Yeah. Is that the bed or you? I can't. <laughs> oh, man. oh, put her on a squeaky bed? Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'd blow my brains out. It'd be too much for me, man. So they wake up by getting electrocuted in the ear with the stupid little cattle prod thing. The whole yeah, candy bar getting like the, uh, the kill CIA you. found out that he wasn't uh, really dead. Yeah. No, what happened was they could see that the truck had vatican plates on it oh that's oh the vatican plates and the vatican emblem on the back of the fucking truck yeah the the emblem was probably a bad idea yeah if i'm gonna be honest you know so they then uh, almond joy shoots them with a blow dart that paralyzes them oh god paralyzed dart in the neck And they're all like holding their hands stupidly and arguing. And no, like, no, no. Hold on. It's 1991. So we have to explain how they held their hands and made Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello kind of look like what? Friends? The way they were holding their hands out, right? Kind of making them look a little bit uh, like wait funny. Staff? Like what you wouldn't normally see or expect Bruce Willis or Danny Aiello to be sitting like. Yeah, it's a kind of homophobic uh-huh. yep. effect mannerism that they're holding their hands up because they both go crazy when they put them in that position right but then when they tip the the couch over to knock them off of it i like that bruce willis is not doing that anymore but danny aiello still is yes (laughs) bruce like no i had that with shit no i talked to the director yep 
We had no, a different. Wait a second, I forgot. I'm the producer and the writer. Fuck yeah, you, I'm not doing that. Anymore. We had a different idea for how to do the scene. So then he's like, George is like, hey, didn't you check the news? We just like did a terrorist attack at the Louvre and took the last piece. Turns out we didn't need you. Uh, yeah, because some security guard got killed. Yeah, but both he's trying to make him feel guilty. He's like, yeah, you know, if you'd just stolen it for us, we wouldn't have to kill all those people. Yeah, so then just let them leave. Or how about this? If you have everything you need, then fuck them. They're small well, potatoes they compared to what you're trying to do. they have everything they need. But they don't no, know no, no, that no. yet. No, they do. Just hold on. This guy has a billion dollars when he was 19 years old. He's at mm. least 30 years old in this movie, so he's got at least a couple billion dollars more. Just keep doing these fucking terrorist attacks three goddamn fucking times. You're right. already fucking up the world's economy with three different terrorist attacks in three different fucking countries. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And now all of a sudden you can turn lead into gold. Bing, bing, bing. Everything's going to work in your favor. Yeah. Or Why just, do this on the fucking download? Or just chill on the whole destroying the world economy thing. No, like, come on. Look, it, look. If, at a certain point, if you got that kind of money, what the fuck else is a fucking kink for you, right? That's, that's fair. So then Andy McDowell pops in. She's like, hey, guys, I picked up breakfast. They're like, that's good. Dart in the neck. <laughs> Dunk. Mm-hmm. So then they set her down next yeah, to Bruce Willis. Yeah, and this Willis is when and... Bruce Willis finds out she's a nun. Yeah. I would say this is the most expressive acting she does in the entire movie. <laughs> well, yeah. The... Then they leave with her. They leave behind, um, I don't know, Snickers and Almond Joy. And they're like, hey, we're going to blow you guys up and just kill you. In the you. stupidest fucking way. We've made, we've made like a bazooka that shoots out rockets that attach to anything. Mm-hmm. And we can set timers on the bombs. So he shoots one in the roof or the ceiling. How do they attach to something? Because later on, we're going to see somebody gets shot in the face with it. And I'm like, what is this, a sticky bomb? It's like sticking I, shit into his fucking head? I guess, onto yeah. It? It's got to be, maybe it's got like super glue. I don't it's know. It's like James Bond levels of complexity for the heroes to get out of, like some kind of trap. Yeah. But it's taking itself seriously. Yeah, and it really shouldn't because it's <laughs> no, very it bad. Shouldn't. Uh, so they, they get the, they wrestle the gun away from him, shoot the guy in the face. Then the one to me that was offensive was uh, when he blows the dart back up into the throat of Almond Joy. Oh, and she's like, thunk! That's not how blowguns work. Is it a double-pointed dart? Well, not even that, Tim. The back of those darts is, is larger than the opening at the mouthpiece. That's the point of, of having a mm. mouthpiece. <laughs> like That's how you don't get any backfire. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you couldn't do that. Like It doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatever that the building. That's Eddie's big problem with this movie. Ahead, well, that's yes. with that scene. So then the building blows out. They jump out of it again, and then they fall through an awning and land in a better movie. No, they don't. I wish. So we then we get the Tim's favorite part. They've got Andy McDowell in the in the uh, castle, and she's just sitting in this throne. I have a theory about this. Okay. I have a theory that they had written down like a 12-page monologue for her to do. Mm-hmm. And after 178 takes of her <laughs> not being able to do it like a piece of fucking wood, they went, you know what? Just make it sound like a fucking dolphin. Yeah, Just babble mindlessly yeah. and make dolphin noises yeah. while we try to get for you. Real. Why? How does this add? Who comes up with this fucking idea? Who yeah. comes up with this? I don't know. Because, and here's the thing the only reason is because, remember the codex that they cut open? 
Well, now they got they it need back. Her, yes. And they needed to translate it to see how because to put. Because nobody else speaks Italian. Because nobody knows how to put those three things together, too. Yeah, why? Yeah. It was never established beforehand that she knew how to do this. No, not no. at all. Yeah. So Hudson Hawk and, and his buddy Tommy are like, all right, we got to go rescue her. So they drive up. She's to a the... real fucking Mary Sue in this movie. Or, well, I guess since she's a nun, you might just call her a real Mary. Yeah, a real sister, <laughs> sister Mary, Mary Sue. Sister Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> so they sneak up to the castle and they're all like, well, okay, well, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we'll just climb up the side of it. And wait for people to come by and have an argument about whether or not I'm attractive. Oh my God! This is oh <laughs> They're hanging <laughs> on the side of this castle, and it turns from day to night. Yes, it turns day to night in two seconds, and it's just—it's the laziest way of showing. This is like I've seen better hanging from Batman in the fucking seventies fucking TV show. Oh yeah. They're yeah. still obviously standing on a fucking platform holding themselves, and like you said, just getting into an argument, attracts the two guards, and just right at the end of the argument, when they decide, hey, you know, why are we fighting each other? Boom, they punch these two guys, and yeah. then nighttime. Yeah. So then they, they climb up, they just start wantonly just shooting bombs all over the castle. <laughs> in, uh, in, yes, because like, he brought a golf club bag with them. And oh, Bruce, right. Again, Bruce Willis goes, hey, why are you got carrying that golf bag with you? And he goes, hey, it's part of the plan. And Bruce Willis goes, what's the plan? He goes, hey, don't worry. I'll tell you two minutes after it happens. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. You'll yep. figure it out when it happens. Now let's turn <laughs> the big blue floodlight on so we know it's nighttime. <laughs> the explosions do look good, though. They do. Yeah, the yeah. explosions mm-hmm. look good. So uh, they hear the explosions. They're like, all right, we're going to go check on them. But while... While the uh, the CIA guy goes to check on him, Kit Kat gets shot by Sandra Bernhardt with her double crossbow. Get, yes, get it? It's a double cross. Why? Because that's a joke. Oh, okay. Because she shoots him with a double crossbow, which I didn't even realize it was a double crossbow until the English guy makes that joke. I was like, oh, oh. That's what they're talking. Oh yeah, right. I got it. <laughs> you were like, "Wow, that's not that funny at all." British humor, yeah. And also, this is when Kit Kat is dressed like the the statue. So yeah. So why? <laughs> yeah. Why is he a chameleon all of a sudden? Just to blend in, I guess. I don't. Is he just supposed to stand there in that one area, hoping for something to happen? Yeah. But then he gets a double cross. <laughs> <laughs> why why the fuck not <clears throat> whatever man <sighs> so yeah they go shooting more fucking bombs all over the place they, they lock in on a song you know because they have to which one is there. this uh this one is side by side uh, yeah so they're dancing along like idiots singing side by side tommy gets caught right sandra bernhardt shoots fucking kit kat for yeah, no th- reason. This duet or, uh, was done. Uh, Butterfinger. That song was done as a duet better in Richie Rich. I haven't seen it, but. No, no my I haven't God. seen it, but you know what, Candace? I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no doubt you are 100% correct. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to catch that <sighs> reference. Ah, oh, man. So, yeah, they, they shoot. I don't know why she's killing all of their people. Just because she's psycho, because she's yeah, so she's random. Yeah, she's a loose cannon, yeah. yeah. 
So whatever. Then she's a sister from old boy. If she didn't kill herself, then I just have like, for some reason, then Tommy's just in the limo with George. I don't know how he got there. Nope. But no idea. And while this is happening, Bruce Willis, or no, he's in the limo with Alfred, not George. And while this is happening, Bruce Willis is fighting with George on the roof of the, the castle, I guess. I don't know. What? It, See, I, I have no note. The only notes I have down is, come on, fuck this, suck my dick. So I'm kind of lost. What? what, what oh, what, I just, what? I literally just have like the letter T and that's it. Perfect. And I just stopped taking notes. Perfect. Oh, wait, no, at one point I have, I have written down, wait, fuck this three stooges cocksucking shit. Hmm. Yep. There's, oh, did we get, oh, we didn't get to the point yet where they're doing the fucking speed up slap with the, him and James. Oh, Cooper. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, keeps, oh, that's what that note is right. for. Okay. Yeah, he keeps so, okay, like that. kneeing him in the stomach and then punching him. So he's bending down and standing up, bending uh, down yeah. and standing oh, up, bending down. And then shit. he just quits hitting him and he keeps bending Man. down and standing up like fucking Looney Tunes again. <laughs> it's so you know funny. This might be the worst fucking vanity project. This might be yeah. worse than fucking Miami Connection or all those other The Room. Ugh. You might be right. It's up there. Because for real, can you imagine seeing the dailies of this? <laughs> seeing that fucking scene with Bruce Willis springing uh, back and forth, getting kicked, and going, Tim. yeah, this is it. Imagine they come to you, Tim, and it's the last fucking stretch of production, and they're like, we're almost done. We mm-hmm, just need yeah. you to sign this check for another two million dollars, so we yeah, can so go we can to get fucking this Paris. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been seeing the dailies for months now, <laughs> and this is what you fucking—you have to sign that check. Oh my god! Oh man, I would drink a hole through my liver if that was is, my job. Is this the worst movie we've watched for this podcast? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, it's it is it's definitely. It's out there because it's, it's, I'll say this, it might be in the top five just because of how big of a budget this movie yeah. has, yep. who's in it, and I think just, that's it. Oof. I think you're right. Like, I have no expectation for like Return to exactly, Blood Fart yes. Lake. You yeah. Know? yeah. But this, that's like, <laughs> so anyhow. Yeah, this, Butt Boy. Yeah. Jurassic World Dominion. Butt Boy was fantastic. Yeah, Butt Boy was an incredible fucking yeah. movie that you could be watching that. You could be doing Hudson Hawk like, what the fuck is this stupid shit? But they did it right. And this movie just... Uh, be, uh, look, I'm just going to go by that whole uh, Kevin Smith story about him doing the fucking thing with Cop Out. With yeah. just saying how undirectable Bruce Willis was. Yeah. And that's with Kevin Smith, when Kevin Smith was at his peak. Yep. So just imagine who, whatever fucking director he had, he just fucking run a r- r- rough shot over. He says, no, I'm fucking doing it this way. And guess what? Yeah, cameraman, speed this shit up to a five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, could be. So... His buddy Tommy goes over the edge of this fucking cliff in the limo with uh, Alfred gets shot. He bails out, but then George is on the hood. Okay. The limo flies off of the cliff, blows up because it's got a bomb attached to the back with the bomb gun. Your wife really doesn't understand action. Dude, this is action. This thing blows the fuck up, Tim. Stop trying to sound excited. And at this point, I say, wow, it's cool because, you know, as much as has happened, there's still like 20 minutes left in the movie. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes, yes. There was so many times I kept hitting the fucking thing on my screw up. I was like, 
Wait, there's 40 minutes left? It, oh, wait, oh. I'm not I'm not going to lie at this point. I think I was playing games on my phone. Are you kidding I swear to God. I swear, at a certain point, too, I started looking at fucking Twitter on my phone. And I'm like, fuck this shit. You know, I'll give Elon Musk the fucking the views instead of watching this goddamn movie. <laughs> So they they get up to the uh, to the machine right where they're trying to make the lead into gold, and they're trying to get Andy McDowell. Which, to... by the way, the original intention of this invention was to turn lead into bronze. Yes, like really to build the horse. Da Vinci, really? Yeah, da Vinci? All you gotta do is move some protons around, and you have a different element. Yeah, you know what I would do? I would take the machine that turns lead into gold and give it to the guy that ordered the horse. And I'd be like, look, I don't have a horse, but here's unlimited gold. <laughs> Are you still mad? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> or not even, I'll just make the horse out of gold. Hey, I, you know what? I, we ran out of bronze. Here's gold. Hey, Is that okay? What? Hey, look, in Hollywood, there's, sooner or later, there's going to be a Hollywood thing invented, and it's going to be called going over budget. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Which they did in this movie, and it didn't help. So we're up there getting, you know, the whole scene of the, like, put the thing together. Andy McDowell can't do it. Then Hudson Hawk, because he can do anything. They give it to him, right? And he immediately figures out, snaps it together. Yeah, it's like he has a psychic connection with it or something. Like, yeah. it's destined to happen. And then Darwin goes off on just his rant about Wait, is this the thing that was the in the world. briefcase in Pulp Fiction? Oh, you know what? Maybe. A MacGuffin? <laughs> It is. It really is. So he's doing the like Dr. Frankenstein, it's alive shit to the machine. He starts humping the air, which is God. okay. Well, you know, we're having a good time. They signal, okay, turn the light on. And Bruce Willis, that it's clever. not the worst thing a billionaire humped, so it's okay. It's fair. Uh, then Bruce Willis, he looks over at Andy McDowell and he's a little smirk on his face and he's like, hey, if I didn't put that together right, that would be bad, huh? No, no, he doesn't even look over at Maddie. It's even worse. He's They're doing side yeah. mouth talk. Right, right. They're both doing the side mouth talk. Yeah. And it's and just... Oh, yeah, because I guess come to find out, Andy McDowell was faking having that side effect from the tranquilizer. Yeah. Oh, She's just okay. so wily. She was going off on that dolphin thing as a way to like very, make him not torture yep. her. Very clever. Right. So when she wasn't high, she wasn't on drugs, she wasn't concussed. She was That's doing what that. she came up with, yeah. Yep. Now, mind you guys, the thing that he didn't put in there, right? That was one of the three pieces that they had. That was not the whatever no, the no, monkey no, head no. thing it, was no, that he no, stole no, earlier. No, no, no. I thought the same thing because I was like, but it's only one piece. So he broke an extra piece off of one of the three pieces. Okay, but what which I, I also said, wouldn't they have fucking noticed that? Yeah. What I'm saying though, Tim, is remember when he was in their room and he stole like a monkey head looking thing? Yes. This isn't that. No, it isn't. We, we don't. Uh, we have no idea. We don't idea. even see that again. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever. No, no. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. At one point. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh shit. That's right. At one point in the beginning of this movie, where Da Vinci's doing that shit, and it looks like like little fucking people are jumping up and down the fucking ropes to mm -hmm. fucking turn that machine around. Mm -hmm. There's shit spewing out the hot molten lead that's mm. going to be turned into bronze. Right. Those are the fucking like the faucet things that those that the lava's coming. Okay, at. then he didn't need to break apart off of the fucking crystal. Yes, and that doesn't make any difference at all because that doesn't have anything <laughs> at all to do with the fucking machine. Right. What he took. So the no, machine... it's like if look, all right, the whole thing about Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Dial of Destinies, I stole a shower head. 
<laughs> that's great so yeah they the machine fucks up and it like coats sandra bernhardt in molten lead yeah it's and, not even lead it's like she got fucking scattered all over and yeah and then electrocutes fucking darwin so he's dead now all that's derwin. left what his name is derwin derwin no it's darwin Derwood, sorry. Somebody's going to get that. Chef Robbie's going to get that Okay. <laughs> so he he gets electrocuted. They, t- they turn around like, all right, we're going to get out of here. But Alfred, the butler guy, for some reason cares still. Yeah. Yes, he, Even though he, he has no skin in the game. Yeah, he went to the hospital. He got stitches in his throat from yeah. getting shot in the throat and crashing into a car. Yeah. That, by the way, wait, hold on. Yes, because if he's alive. Well, hold on. We'll get to that. Wait now. a second. <laughs> wait, hold that's, on a second. That's great. So uh, Bruce Willis cuts his head off with his stupid little hand blade thingies. They go to leave again. And the dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably uh, this is going to get us in trouble with a lot of PETA people. But you know what? I don't care. It wasn't a real dog. <laughs> no, it was very obviously not a real dog. It was a dummy dog because they, they shoot a ball in, at its face. It's and, a, this is like one of those fucking bazooka ball yeah. machines. Like if you go to like an amusement park, yeah. and you can if you get ten shots in a row with this thing, you can get a fucking prize. This thing fucking like... <laughs> because it carries the dog out of the window, and we get a dummy of a dog flying out of a window. It is an exploding. It's like hey, whatever the fucking Bella, whatever the fucking dog is, like ball ball. Yeah, and yeah. they shoot it, and Bunny. he jumps up to catch it, and it's just like coming out with such force that it flips the dog doing 360 <laughs> cartwheels right out the fucking window. And, it's and we're laughing, not because it's funny, but because it's so fucking stupid. It's so funny. Well, no, because there's finally something to laugh yeah. about in this movie, Candace. That's what it is. I've so watched this movie for an hour and 38 minutes already. Yeah. Well, maybe an hour and 28. Hour 34, like, I'm watching it. There has to be something. There has to be something. This is like edging yeah. myself watching porn. At a certain point, I don't care what the thumbnail is. I'm in between videos. It's still going to have to it's, work. It's one of my two genuine laughs in the movie. Yep. Is no, the dog mine, mine was out. the spaghetti thermos. The spaghetti thermos is pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty close. So they're all fine. They, uh, Andy McDowell decides she's going to defrock herself and no longer be a nun. Yeah, it's like, how does that work? Is this just like, isn't this some paperwork you have to fill out? Something, I think you right? just say it. I think you Aren't just you damning it. your soul to hell? Well, I mean, at a certain no. point, you're fucking God's wife. That's a that's a good get, man, to cock God. I, well, I, uh, that's always been a fantasy of mine, because yeah. like, if you can do that and get away with it, fuck so, that shit. You're so the, king of the world. They head to a cafe, and they're like, yeah, this is great. And then Andy McDowell's like, yeah, I just wish Tommy was here. Turn around. There he is. Uh, he's still alive. He's, he's riding a donkey, right? Yeah. And he looks all fucked up like he's still smoking, basically, yeah. right? He's got the ripped, shredded clothes and from being exploded. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did you not die in that thing crashing? And he's like, oh, it's no problem. They had airbags, man. Can you believe it? No, he's like, oh, shit. You ain't going to fucking believe it. Airbags, man. Yeah. And then the, he's like, well, it caught on fire, too. And he's like, oh, shit. You ain't going to believe it. There was a sprinkler system in that shit. Yeah, there yeah. was a sprinkler in the back. Can you believe it? And then the, my next and probably hardest real laugh in this is Bruce Willis looks up in the air like he's trying to think of something, then looks down <laughs> at Tommy and says, yeah, that's probably what happened. 
And I'm like, yeah, that's about it, right? That's about this movie. See, that's the only part of this movie that's working the way that yeah. this movie thought it was supposed yeah. to be. That's it. Yeah. That's right at the very, very end. And is that like, is that something they did a reshoot on after they cut? They found out they had to cut 88 fucking movies from this fuck, 88 minutes from this movie? I'm sure it is. They they had to add that one because and again like the green screening in this scene is terrible. So oh yeah, when they're flying that fucking machine, yeah. finally gets his coffee, takes a big old drink out of it, and we freeze frame on him tossing the cup behind him. And a dick, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we it cuts back to the book we were reading at the beginning, yeah, which I guess is the Codex. And it just says <sighs> Hudson finally got his coffee. The end. It closes yes. the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Why? <laughs> that's Hudson Hawk. Oh, man. What an abortion of a film. <laughs> For real. You know, I, Eddie, I, oh. I know that you love her. Mm. I know that you have kids with her and everything. With all my heart. Real. Yeah. You real? I don't know. Right now, I think yeah. you got to like go like ninety nine percent of your heart. She's got to earn that extra one percent back because no, this damn. is just insanity. I where's hate... the Where's the action? Where's the comedy? There, there's this? action. Did she enjoy this movie or did she just like pick this movie to fuck Tim, with us? Tim, her picking this movie makes me love her more. Let I know. Talk. I know it does. So That's the this movie to fuck with us. That's what it is. And, That's and, what it is. And here yes. and now, because uh, uh, Eddie, I can't believe that you would really love a woman who finds this movie entertaining. So oh no, you Tim. love her because Tim. she's like, you know what? This is a piece of shit. You're gonna put those no. two people through. Torture. We're gonna make them suffer. Tim, yeah. I never said she loves this movie. See, all right. So yep. I got it right. As, as a matter right. of fact, she's never even seen it. What? Oh, Come God, on. <laughs> Dudes, come on. That's not fucking nice. That's not funny. Uh, it's funny to me. Because she, she thought she saw it, and then I started describing the, it to her. What do you mean she you. thought she saw it? What did both she think? you what? are the world's biggest assholes. <laughs> That's why you we truly are. Together. It truly. really is perfect. This it is really true. is. The assholery brought them together, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's it's uh, they say opposites attract, but uh, not all the time. Not all. Uh, the thank time. you so for that Canadian couple. You're the two worst married people together. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. You're like Fred uh, Rosemary West. Yeah, try uh, two pride people will get that reference. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Tim. So that was Hudson Hawk. Uh, don't don't watch it. It's not very good. Um, I mean, but it, it is on the blood bank. It so. is on the blood bank for for now. I'll get rid of it. You could watch um, it like getting drunk with your buddies or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that no, would be a good time to do. No, it. not even that. It's just, it's just not funny. It's not. There's really, it's just, it doesn't hit. I, all while I'm watching this movie, I kept thinking like of other movies of this type that work, and the one I can think of the most is Crank. Yeah, Crank one and two. Yeah, over the top. Look at it. Look, breaking the fourth wall. Right. We're, we know what we're doing. We're letting you in on the joke. But this movie just doesn't pull it off into that last no. line with like, yeah, I guess that's what happened. Yeah. Right. Or Candace nailed it, I think. Last action hero. That's a yeah. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Last action hero, definitely. If, if you want to see a shining golden gem and then you want to see like a weak old dog turd in the sun right next to each other, <laughs> do that as a double feature. That's a good double feature. Yeah. Both movies on the blood bag, by the way. Both yeah. of them yeah. are, absolutely. So uh Candace, I gotta ask. Is there anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet? Uh, well, coming up, I'm going to be on everything I learned from movies. Oh. We're going to be covering uh -huh. Cyborg 2. Oh. 
Fantastic. <laughs> See Angelina Jolie tits. Mm. Oh, nice. Now, well, I won't listen, but I'll definitely watch that movie. Yeah, too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get the timestamp for you on it. And at some point, the grind bin I was on was New York Ripper. So that should be coming out at some point. Fantastic movie. What about you, Tim? Uh, I think I think Daniel and I are going to be doing something on the uh, Mustachio podcast. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else is going to be on if it's going to be the two of us. So if it's the two of us, holy fuck. Just the two of yep. us. <laughs> and then, like always, grind bin and um, everything I learned. From- I think I'm doing also. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, you know what the thing is, the problem with the Steven is, is they record their shows like eight years ahead of time. Oh, oh yeah, they plan way ahead of time. Like and I did. Them, I... Yeah, they release them in order and all that shit. So I think I'm doing, uh, what's the, the fuck is the name of the movie? Some Australian movie? Stone. Hmm. Because of Biker's Month. Okay. Well, that's cool. I was digging and, a biker. Uh, like I said, I'll always say if you can join the Patreon for three bucks a month, ten bucks a month, whenever it is a month that you want to yeah. give us. Like if Elon's listening and he wants to be on the show and we laugh at his jokes, like you know, mm. like people did Bruce Willis's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go give, give us, us a five review. stars on yeah. uh, yes or Any one star. That, uh, Don't be an idiot, dickhead, yeah, stupid, go one fucking way. Yeah, moron, yes. asshole, piece of shit, person, dumbass, yeah, fucking two stars, what brain, yeah. ass for breath, moron that gives us a. <laughs> two-star review because we cuss too much for oh yeah oh they, they oh, cuss yeah, too much right. for me two stars which means there's something of merit meanwhile, meanwhile the person's fucking stars. handle this piece of shit their handle on if you can find them their handle on the internet is i have a problem with twitter what a okay. stupid like they complain in their username yeah. That's what a, true. What yeah. a fucking loser you are. God. Just get a life, man. Seriously. I mean, look, if you look, it, uh, I mean, if, you can't blame him for having a problem with Twitter, but if if at this point he has a problem with Twitter, that's no, bad. I, I get, yeah. I mean, I get that. Twitter kind of sucks now, but yeah. How long have you been hanging out there? And by the way, you've never heard cuss words? Sorry, dude. Yeah, not on Twitter, no. Well, guess what? Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Got a little surprise for all the listeners here. Yes. This yes, is the big announcement do. time. Yeah. So we've been talking about um, to- covering 90s movies, maybe doing a month of 90s movies, right? And uh, it for a minute there, uh, we were talking about even spinning off a separate podcast that was just about 90s movies. Uh, that never kind of came together because we all have different podcasts because Mike was going to get involved. Got a lot of, everybody's got a lot on their plates. Yeah, a lot on our plates. Oh, so, shit, that's right. We were talking about that like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So instead, what uh, what I, I floated the idea by you guys, and I got, I think, a unanimous vote on it. So what we're going to do, since this is our one or three-year anniversary, uh, we're kicking off a new year of content starting next month, and we are going to be covering... It sounds complicated. I swear to you, it isn't. We're going to be covering the entire decade of the 90s in horror one month at a time. What we're doing is for the month of September, we're covering four we're movies. guaranteeing 1,200 episodes. That's no. We're doing this. No. We are doing one episode a week still, uh, but it's going to be uh, each month represents a year starting at 1990 in September and moving all the way to the year 2000 uh, with two months of non-horror we're going to throw in there. Uh, we'll continue uh, doing bonus episodes. That's not the Google spreadsheet I saw. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, so Eddie put up a Google spreadsheet for us to put in ideas for movies, yeah. and I just filled out the entire thing. He mm. put that up at 12.01 p.m., yeah. and at 12.04 p.m., the whole fucking <laughs> thing was filled up, including bonus episodes, and for weeks it had an extra Tuesday in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for months it had an extra Tuesday. Which yeah. shows how excited I am for this yeah. opportunity to showcase the 90s. Yeah. So, uh, but then I just No took- Twin Peaks. Fuck that shit. I no just, interest in it. I just took that column, though, and I just put movies canned as picked, and then next to it I put another column that says <laughs> movies we're actually doing. So. <laughs> I think you'll like my picks. I do. A lot of them are good, and you know what? I think you guys that are listening are going to like the picks. And you know what else you're going to like? It's our bonus episodes in the Blood Bank. All you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash bloodybits to sign up. For $10 a month, you get access to three times the content on fucking Netflix or Hulu. And you, you're supporting small businesses. And you can re- request a movie. And you can and request a movie. You cannot do that shit. You can't be like, oh, I can't find this fucking movie. Hey, Hulu. Yeah, Mr. Hulu, sir. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Hulu, I, I want, uh, let me look at what we just added here. and I'll, I'll Sound play. of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Yeah, that's coming up yeah. here for sure. Um, hey, Mr. Hulu, we want the ones you didn't burn from 2023. That looks intriguing to me. It does, yeah. After the father passed away, two siblings returned to their old family farm to sell off the land. However, dark forces may be at play that will force them to reanalyze their relation to their ancestors' land. <sighs> this is why you just yeah. get a fucking real estate Sounds manager to take care of that shit and sell the goddamn property for you, man. Come on. Yeah. Why don't you or, consider it and do it before you die, asshole? Or 1972's Images, starring Suzanne York. Oh, Tim, you're going to like this one. I like that. She's always looking dirty. Rated R, too. A woman writing a a woman writing a children's fantasy story is constantly harassed by visits and communications from people who may or may not be real. Oh, boy. That sounds sounds like the entity meets the uh, meets Barney. (laughs) When she and her husband pay a visit Uh to their isolated countryside retreat, her childhood home, her experience intensifies. And she resorts to drastic measures to eliminate the problem. It's uh, Robert Altman, written and directed. What? Sounds wild. Wow, that's going to be one crazy take. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get that all at patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. So I think that's about it, folks. So for Tim and Candace, believe that this is how we end it. That's 236. What song we got, Tim? Oh, what's what's playing right now? Hang on. No, a no, 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 no. What's oh. two hours and thirty six minutes? I need an album from you so we can <laughs> sing it while we so do we the can... podcast. <laughs> we can steal ah, something. Fuck that movie. Goodbye. <laughs>